0: You are listening to the Hullo Sport Podcast. All right, welcome back to the Hullo Sport Podcast. Home of unqualified opinion and unwavering bias. Back for another week. I believe it is the 17th of May today, but I'm not 100% sure. Joining me as always is Edward Aloysius Simpson, fresh off a weekend, a relaxing weekend in the Central Coast, I believe. I'm joining you here fresh as a daisy as well, off a weekend of very limited indulgence. How are you? F-
1: to- oh, tip top, tip top. I feel incredible. Um, I think I might have a six pack now. I don't know. Wow,
0: after one weekend.
1: Look, I mean, anything's possible when you treat your body like a temple. Yep. And that's what I've started to do. That's good. Now, will I stop doing that on Friday? Possibly. Yeah. Yeah. Possibly you and I've got some. We've
0: got a big lunch we'll on Friday. Lunch. So is Dave, Dave's in for a big one. So the body will no longer be treated like a temple, but
1: for the brief period in which it was, it felt good. Yeah, we. I was pretty pissed on Friday. I'll be honest.
0: Well, but. Friday we did beers and footy with uh, the Great Denning Camp. Yeah. Um, live streamed on his YouTube channel, Manly v Broncos. Couldn't 50 to have six. gone better. Fifty to six. Forewarning: This will not be a full blown manly diatribe doesn't need to be it doesn't need to be anymore we're sort of we're in the top eight now so what's the fucking point but we did do beers and footy with denon and it was firstly thanks for having us secondly fantastic night secondly thirdly breaking streaming records globally Mm. every single person in australia had at least one desktop or laptop in their house streaming it apparently on friday night that's what I heard, and if you didn't, then you've made it. Well, no, 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 they did, Eddie. I'm saying they did. So they did. It wasn't. There is no. They didn't. Okay. Good. Every single desktop. However, I was going to say, if you didn't, then you were living under a rock. Oh, you might have been living in, under a rock. You know what I mean? Oh, a, yeah. you're like you know, there are some people, some people living, like, under living a out rocks. in a cave. That's true. Hiding I take them. The law
1: potentially. Who knows? But you get our point. Is that breaking streaming records? Yeah. Now it was a great night for the club. Great night for Tom and I. I think what it was more than anything if i can speak candidly tom i'd like you to is that it was the culmination of 10 weeks work for you and i Mm. in which no one else seemed to have their finger on the pulse we always have we said it wasn't panic stations you can't read into fucking four weeks of footy yeah we don't look great but tom's worth 40 points everyone chill the fuck out We've also got f- big, thick boys like Paseco, who I was told earlier ran like for 250 metres and he mm. wasn't even trying on no. Friday. They can come in and do a job with Adam Fenua Blake fucking off across the ditch. So we weren't worried. No one believed us. As evidenced by the licks we got on the fucking the first, hotline yeah, yeah, for about yeah. four weeks. But no one listened. But now I'm thinking you're starting to fucking get it. You know what I mean? And 50, so, yeah. 50 points at a, at a trot yeah. on Friday night. If that is an evidence that we are you know, a real shout this year, then I don't know what it is. Yeah.
0: So listen, we won't spend the whole show talking about him, but just wanted to say that Friday night, one of the great nights in the history of our podcast, in the mm. history of the club, the Manly Seagulls, probably, look, I'm going to speak for Denon here and say one of the greatest nights in his life and probably in the history of beers and footy, um, even though he got licked near to death. I would. I think if you asked him... Would you rather break
1: all the records
0: Mm. and lose and get fucking
1: pumped? Mm. Or would you rather like win but have no one watch? You know what he'd
0: pick. I know what he'd pick. He's a businessman. He's a businessman. Now, we were both a little bit pissed. (laughs) That was the only indulgence we had. I was pissed on Friday night. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, we had some, we had
1: martinis. (laughs) We
0: were drinking martinis before we got out. I'm like, yo, keep a lid on it, bruh.
1: Hey. Well, delivery. Hamish Street doesn't know what a lid is. So, no. he, so went, he went and got like a surprise drink for us. We, went to, with martinis, we went to the pub. We went to the pub on Friday. Which hour, I though. didn't realise meant there was like extra olive juice in it. And I'm a fucking olive man. So I'm thinking martinis might now be by. Dude, they actually don't taste too bad, do
0: they? They're so good. They're
1: not
2: bro. bad. Mm. Gin or Vodka. Vodka. Vodka, vodka.
0: But we yes, we went to the pub Friday, Arvo. We went and met, I believe, Dan, was it? Uh, to sign this uh, a dribbler, the shitbox dribbler, who actually I might read his little message to us. His name's Dan. He's doing the shitbox rally, um, and which is like some sort of rally. You drive a car for a fucking extended amount of time, but it's an off-road thing. He's driving some horse, like $600 piece of shit, fucking Holden Commodore mm. wagon. Mm-hmm. And he wanted us to sign it. So we get down to the clock, just so happens that he's already there waiting for us. I rock up, then fucking nude soon, Luke Bracey uh, rocks up, and may I say, Dan was shocked. He was like, holy shit, he was just expecting Eddie, got nude soon, we signed this car. Link in our bio, will have uh, the link if you want to donate. We're going to donate some money. He wants to get 10K. I think he's around the 8K mark. for Cancer charity. Cancer yeah. council, he's, yeah. Cancer I think he lost a couple of family members to cancer. Just mm. doing it for charity. Good man. Great call. We had a couple of beers with him. But we had beers and footy on at 8 o'clock. So that was four hours away. And we were like, well, let's just keep... Let's have a couple of beers. Let's keep a lid on it. You know, we don't want to be rocking up maggot to uh, beers and footy. We want to be able to... Speak well, speak true, speak clearly and represent it. But to give a good representation of ourselves, Eddie. <coughs> yep, sure. Four hours, three hours later, it's probably like, you know, we've got 30 minutes to be there or th- maybe, maybe an hour to be there. It was an hour before we had to go and friend of the show, Hamish Street, is going to get a round of drinks and Eddie just says to him, surprise me. Now, I'm like, I know Hamish and Hamish is a, just a perpetual surprise man. That's not a word, but he's always surprising you with just everything he does. You gave him uh, the company card for your labor hire company. Uh, he lost it in between going to get drinks and coming back. He lost the card. Like that's exactly and and Eddie's going fuck. And I'm like, that's your fault because you know that he loses shit, and the fact that you gave it to him is. You so always 100. said to get him like a little wristband, like you know, like you know, that you can tie things to. Tie things to, yeah, yeah. Or you give him so like loose. kids with a leash. Put a leash on him so he can only, you know, like he can't get too far away. We did find it, thank God. On the ground. He was looking through my wallet thinking it was his own. That's that's Hamish. He was looking through my wallet going, Mm. oh, shit. And then Mm. someone goes, that's not even your wallet. Mm. And I go, that's my wallet. Give me my wallet back.
1: But he thought it was his. Yeah. This guy, like, honestly, if we told stories about him, like even just our own stories about him, we would be here till the season. We
0: should do a podcast series. Called Fighting a Fighter, and it's just us talking to Streedy and him doing stories, and we just release it. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Because he's got so many. He's got a million stories. And they're, you just do they're one of the time. best as well. Like the best fucking the best stories. Best fucking stories. stories. Stories where you're like, holy shit, that can't be true, but they are. Anyway, he's like Carl Pilkington a little bit. But hotter and, you know, di- like, not, 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 he's not dimwitted. No,
0: he's not, he's not dim-witted. dimwitted. He's not dumb. But he funny things happen to yes. him. Yes. Anyway, Eddie sends him off to get us surprise drinks after we've been drinking for three hours. And we've got to go and do beers and footy. And he comes back with fucking martinis. And I can already see in Eddie's eye. He's getting a bit fucking, how you going? And I'm like, bro, I told you that he was going to come back with something highly alcoholic. And he's come back with goddamn martinis. It was fucking ridiculous.
1: But Tom was trying to keep a fucking lid on me. So he was like drinking half of it with me. I'm like, bro.
0: I'm like, give me some martini, bro. Uh, let's, you know, we're going to drink beers and watch the footy. So let's just keep. A lid on Edward Simpson because once the lid gets taken off, Eddie, it's like a fucking foghorn that you can't turn off until the alcohol is out of his system. So you basically just have to let this thing. It's like if a if a smoke alarm went off and you're like, well, until the battery dies, this thing's just going to go. So,
1: except it's not like an annoying sound.
0: No, it's not. It's a great sound, but you it's know, a loud sound.
1: It's loud. Yeah. It just sometimes sure. you know. I think I was alright. Was, no, I, you was did. I
0: too loud, Dave?
2: No, no, no. You weren't. No, you seemed okay. <laughs> seemed okay. That wasn't as glowing as I would have thought. No. Like I, to be honest, I didn't. I didn't I realize didn't you it. guys were even that drunk at all. Until we weren't that this drunk. Morning. Yeah, we weren't that drunk.
1: But but that's the professional in me. Yeah,
0: we that's weren't the that professional drunk. It's in just it. that it, we could have been had we not been. You know, well, had you not been there mm-hmm. fucking yammering in my ear, I probably would have been. Correct. If I if we had just met here, you would have been shit faced, <laughs> and I would have been like, Jesus <laughs> Christ. <sighs> um, but that was fun. Didn't do too much for the rest of the weekend. I am just trying to think. Saturday, I had a pretty quiet day or quiet weekend, but I'd say what I did do yesterday. Now, you can probably tell that I'm looking extra hot today, um, and I look like a big green teddy bear in this in this fleece. Um, I went to- You do look like a teddy bear. I'm a big green teddy bear. Yeah. Um, I found, I've officially like found my store, Like things to like, you know, like you see a lot of fat and this isn't a disrespectful thing, but you see, like, a lot of bigger, fatter, sort of like well known celebrity people that shop at like Johnny Big and shit. They put on like their, oh, yeah, I'm sponsored by Johnny Big because I'm 6'8 and I'm 400 kilos. Like, like Lowe's and stuff. Well, Lowe's, but there's Johnny Big's, which is for like huge dudes, like big fat. <laughs> I've guys. never heard of Johnny Big's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Johnny Big's, it's like, oh, these are. Is, like, that these... Where, is that where you're now needing to like. No, I'm not Johnny Big's, do right. <laughs> I'm just <laughs> saying. Johnny Big's is for giant people. Right, okay. Either fat or huge in general. You know, like they only, their shoes don't go lower they're than big. Like size 12s. They're big people. But they're usually larger, thicker individuals. For me, my, my, I've found my store. I've shopped there before, but now I'm like, oh, here it is. And it's Uniqlo. Uniqlo, just, you know, if I go to like your general pants or anything, I'm always like, I'm a little thicker, so I'm, you know, trying to find pants that fit me this. This, I feel, Uniqlo makes me feel like I've lost weight, which couldn't be true. So which isn't. Which is definitely not true. <laughs> so I am in, in, in I'm a Uniqlo 36. I'm a I'm a real world probably 38 in 40. pants. Nah, no, nah, I've never been 40, thank Christ. But i Uni- mean, You could wear a 40 though. Nah, dude, couldn't wear a 40. I'm tell try, certainly not at Uniqlo. Uniqlo 36 is a big on me. I'm like, fuck am I Uniqlo 34, baby? <laughs> oh damn. But anyway, I went into Uniqlo yesterday and just went fucking ham. Mm. But also it's good prices, dude. This isn't an ad. But Uniqlo, new pants, new fucking green teddy bear thingo. I got four pairs of pants and this fucking thingo for like two hundred and fifty bucks. So fifty bucks an item. Fifty bucks an item, which is not bad. It's reasonably priced. But you know the thing that blew me away the most about Uniqlo? What, Tom? When you're checking out self-service checkout, Mm. there is like a bucket, not even a bucket. That it's just like a, a a. Let's just call it a bucket. Well, is it a bucket or not? It's not a. Bu- <laughs> it's not a bucket. So you get your checkout, and then here is just like a it's, tub. It's a tub. It's a tub that's built into the like smoothly built into the serves of everything. Right? It's not separate to anything. It's just a tub that sits there. You put every single thing that you have at the same time into this tub, and it comes up on the screen. You don't scan a single thing. It doesn't. It just knows. Tub technology, bro. I was blown away. Tub technology. I've never heard of that. You literally just dump everything in there and it comes up with all of it. And I just go to the guy, "Are you fucking serious?" <laughs> and
2: he's like, "Yeah, dude, Japanese." Did you know about tub technology? I had absolutely no idea. I've been to a Uniqlo store in Japan and I don't know about No, tub look, tub I technology. went to Japan as well, but go to well, Uniqlo, Bondo Junction. Having
1: said, well, I mean, look, technology going yeah. Like that. This yeah. is
3: this is
2: Brand new tech, but like they didn't even have to like it, it around be. or anything. You just I, dump it in, and they it's... were
0: taking it off me and throwing it in. I go, what the fuck? And they go, you just put it all in there. The and Japanese then... would have had that two years ago. Yeah, sure, but I went to Japan a couple of years ago, more than two, and they way more than then. two. That was yeah, like they, five they, years yeah, ago. Right? Yeah. They didn't have it then. <laughs> I'm just saying, I went yeah. to Uniqlo and confirmed didn't have tub tech then. But this was ridiculous, and I was like, what the fuck, bro? And he's like, yeah, I don't know, I don't even know how it works. Did he call it Tub Tech, this guy? No, you did. Okay. You did just I'm just there. saying, what did he call it? He just said, pour it all in there. And I go, you serious, bro? He's no, like, I know I call it Tub Tech. I just like, what else would you call it? Exactly. I'm agreeing with you. I'm mm. saying they didn't call it anything. Right. They just, just said, put surprising. it
1: in there. I just think that technology like that deserves a name. It deserves a cool name. You know? Like, what's the difference between that and Max Operating System? Not much. Not much. You'd if be,
0: anything. If, well, yeah, exactly. And I don't even know what that is. And but. they name theirs all the time. Fucking. Oh, Mac. I think you're saying Mac's operating system. I'm like, who the fuck is Mac's, dude? I don't know that. What are you saying? Yeah, no. Like M-A-C, Mac. Yeah, got, OS. Gotcha. 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 Uh, anyway, I was blown away. Talk about a nice little cherry on top of a weekend. Mm. I was like, wow, we really are in the future. Shout out to Uniqlo. I'm telling you as well. There's some good shit in there. Daddy going to be back.
1: Do you reckon that people have always felt like they're living in the future or do you reckon that is like a thing for now because shit's getting fucking crazy? That's
0: a great question. That's a great question. I'd say people always have because you, because you're all,
2: people are always innovating. So you're always... But it's slower. Yeah, but, but it's relative. But I think people used to look toward the future more than we do now. We're like way in the future, but like... 50 years ago It was like the Jetsons And shit And they would have All these like Oh in 2000 We'll have flying cars And stuff
1: and No like, one seems to care I think I don't think people Will want to think about it now I think it scares the shit out yeah, of me I think It used it. to it's be optimistic Don't yeah. you reckon yeah. I think people are Fucking genuinely wigged out now I think everyone's like Whoa whoa whoa, whoa. Let's just cap it here Every, I'm yeah, pretty comfortable like now I don't want to think about it In a hundred years Where there's like AI fucking Fuck up. knows bro I mean yeah. I don't know Yeah Do you know Does anyone know does anyone, is anyone taking stock of, like, I the think leaps the, we're making? Right. No,
0: I think it was more just, like... Tub
1: technology, f- 10 years ago, you, you say to yourself, can't be done. <laughs> can't be done. <laughs> if someone said to you, you drop all your shit in a tub, and it's not, like, a it's not yeah. a shitty bucket, it's like... It's a, like a
0: smooth it's, tub.
1: It's, you know... It's, it's built it's, into the, to the facade. Built, exactly. You would say you're fucking mad yeah. as a cut snake. I mean, look, I'd believe iPads, iPhones, all that stuff. i okay, go, yeah, makes sense.
0: Not tub technology. No, dude, tub technology, I'm literally looking at it going... Mm. You now, like, you know, like, there's all the, there's all the, like, all the alien stuff's coming out a bit more recently. Like, you know, it's, there's sort of like more, um, Unverified or unexplained alien sort of activity and, and more chatter about it. And like, oh, there's always know, been chatter about yeah, it, yeah. But nah, bro, more than ever, more than ever. Like, are you sure? Yeah, dude, like the fucking Navy and shit, releasing videos and saying, like, yeah, this was our, this is legit footage. We don't know what the fuck that was. Like, of planes fucking following. Have you been, you've gone on a deep dive recently, haven't you? No, dude, I haven't at all. But I'm just fucking like, these are, these Sound are like, you've been up at Dave top YouTube. Dave will fucking, if you're doing your job and Dioring, he will find. I've seen them, mate. There so you go. Good. Thank you. I'm with you. But all I'm saying is, I think tub technology speaks to the fact that aliens are probably here because they found alien craft, and there's no way that's a human technology. Well, tub you're, tech.
1: So you're saying to me that they've reverse engineered a find, yeah? Like that guy who was on Joe Rogan, exactly. Bob What's Lazar? his name? Bob Lazar. Bob Lazar.
0: He reckons they saw a craft that was recovered in, like, New Mexico or some Mm. shit. And they found some, like, they've been finding craft that are, like, 10,000 years old and shit, like, when they're digging through archaeological digs. Yeah.
1: And so he's, what I think you're saying, and what I'm trying to tell you, the punter and the dribbler, is that they may have reverse engineered one of these crafts on board with tub technology. Why, you might ask. Well, I would answer that with a why not.
0: Exactly. And they've just gone, well, you need to snap that up.
1: Yeah, bang. Trademark, copyright. Got the IP. Thanks for coming. Now, we live in frightening times, punters and dribblers, make no mistake. Mm. But I am, I am comfortable with the knowledge that, like, even though we've got all this technology and shit, it's,
0: shit changes, but it also doesn't. Sure. But I think over you know time I, mean? I think it changes, but it doesn't change as quickly as you think. In the sense yes. that you you look back to two thousand and you go, Oh fuck, we had flip phones, now I can literally... Like I like, think you and I are sweet.
1: Like our children maybe like changed. You know. It
0: might be tough for them.
1: Whereas we I think are just like I'm pretty set in my ways now. You yeah, know, but, obviously I'll use a tub if it's there. Like that's <laughs> cool. But you know It makes it I'm not so gonna I'm not gonna easier. be I'm not gonna be putting my mind online, you know.
0: No, <laughs>
1: <laughs> like I'm not doing that. Like if Elon wants me to do that, I'll be like, nah, I'm not doing that. Upload
0: your mind yeah. online. Yeah,
1: yeah, no, thanks, no, thanks bro. <laughs> Is that a thing he's talking about? Yeah, yeah, that's terrible. Neuralink and shit. He's
0: fucking oh Neuralink. F- yeah, yeah, yeah. He's off. He's but off I mean, like if if Neuralink gets me a sense of smell back, maybe <laughs> well, I, I don't think you want one. Like you
1: know, better not. Like you do, but also it's maybe not- after you got to change pulling nappies fucking leave it to land yeah but like you know what though i wonder if i'm just but missing... you are, but also you don't want to sense of smoke because you've never even bothered going to the doctor to ask what the fuck's up so you're not that like interested. i'm not that no
0: i'm not that concerned <laughs> to get a fucking like computer chip jammed <laughs> into my brain hey just go to the doctors dude have a look at it first no nah,
1: fair, yeah. fair cool fair, fair cool. cool what does um, this all mean for manly um... <laughs> 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 that's the real question
0: um but anyway look i don't think there's anything else from this weekend eddie i don't think there's too much else for us to report on um yeah from uh, a purely self-indulgent sense well i went to to central
1: coast and that i mean that's i had a great time yeah that was like a
0: nice date weekend was it
1: yeah me elza tonka that's nice yeah tonka had a fucking field day loved it yeah he went like he went crazy when we got there he was running around because we were like staying on the open spaces yeah lost it completely
0: well, that's it, there, dude. Pure unadulterated, unadulterated joy. fun, yeah, joy. That's yeah. what animals love: open spaces they, and man, when he was they're foaming at the mouth, and then they, you know, you take them for walks and shit. But then, when you give them a bit of fucking freedom to roam, yeah.
1: But like, not that much more than you know what I mean. It's not like he's been living in a cage his whole life. No,
0: of course not. But still, but the thought of this, like,
1: you know, maybe fifteen by eight meter, like backyard, and it just got him. Wet, so wet. He was dripping, the boy.
0: Well, my cat, Louis. shout out to Louis, the, the murderer of young Australian skinks. Um, <laughs> he, when we were living in Bondi, it was a one-bedroom apartment, but he had the back window open and he could go down the stairs and roam the streets, but he was terrified of the outdoors. Now in our new place, he only comes in to, to eat food and drink water and then fucks off again. Like, he, he's never inside. He's never home. He's a full-blown teenager. He's like, fucking let me out. I'm loving it. He'd sleep outside if he could. Well, I like, dude, we're not letting you sleep outside. How do you get him back in for... Shake the fucking bickies. Yeah. <laughs> Where
1: is he? Does he take sometimes dude, a while to come back?
0: Yeah. Sometimes you go, oh, okay, well, we'll just have to... He comes back to the door and cries, so you can usually hear him if you don't have headphones in when you go to bed. Yeah, I don't know if you necessarily want him out at night. They're getting punch-ons, no. don't they? Oh, he does get in punch-ons, but he's clearly winning. He's, Do you reckon? Yeah, dude. He's a, he, oh, you reckon he's a fuck? Like, you room give room? him a pat and then you'll find, like, a scab of, like, a scratch all the way down his back. You're like, oh, and he hasn't shown us. You, uh, you ever heard, heard possums an and cats punch on at night? Yeah, dude. It's, it's a guy, brutal scene. Yeah. My cat used to biff possums. Like, not Louis Sooty from Barrel. Shout out to Sooty. May he rest in peace. 19 years old, I think he was, when he went. 19 or 20. Actually, no, he was 21. So he's a scrapper. Whoa. Yeah, he's a scrapper. He was old as fuck, wow. dude. Seen many a winter. Hmm. Had, had Sooty. Uh, he used to fucking maul possums more possums Kill them? Yeah, Sebo's cat used to kill possums as well Chocolate and barrel they're, Possums they're, aren't small, bro No but country How do, how do cats they go about there? killing them? Do you reckon? Uh, I know that Sebo's cat Do you reckon they slit the, slit the throat? Look, I don't know whether it's calculated I think it's by any means necessary But Sebo's yeah, cat but, used no, to bring but, back Like the severed head of a possum And you're like Yeah,
1: but you say by any means necessary That cat, I guarantee you, has a game plan <laughs> It's not going <laughs> for its
0: tail No, you're right You know what I mean? Well, it's probably
1: jugular they I'm, thinking, know, I'm thinking
0: jug. Yeah, you go. That's like a lion or anything. You know, you go for the jug. Up. You go for the, ne- the neck. Mm. They know what to do. Yes, but Louis hasn't graduated from anything beyond a skink, which I'm happy about. Because I how do you know? Because he because they bring him to you. I'll do that as yeah. gifts. Yeah, he brings fucking dead lizards in the house all the time. We found Evie with one in her mouth once. It was horrible. <laughs> Jesus. But Christ. now she knows. She just points at it and goes yeah. But also now that it's winter, skinks not as Prevalent. Where do they go? They either probably die or they fucking go and they hibernate.
1: The winter They're still lizard. around. Yes. Cool. Well, I was just going off what you were saying. Yeah.
0: Do they like nest somewhere, you know, at night time? Do they all just go and hide in like one big... Where
2: do they sleep, lizards? Under um, rocks? In winter, eastern water skins brewmate, which is like half hibernate. <laughs> Not like fully like switch your body off, but... Like, sort of like when you're half awake, when you walk to the toilet, like I,
0: I can get to the bathroom for a piss, I'll uh, out to the sun for maybe like 10 minutes and I go
2: back to bed. Yeah. semi. It says it's a period in an organism's life cycle when growth, development, and physical activity are temporarily stopped. It minimizes metabolic activity and helps to conserve energy. Great. So it's kind of like hibernating. So you just stop growing. But I also reckon like, actually that mostly, but like you have less doors open in winter. So the lizards are just like outside. Doing their thing. Doing their thing, yeah. Okay. okay shout out to lizards. Shout out to
0: lizards everywhere. Skinks. Skinks. Louis coming for you, but hopefully not because it's, you know, time for you guys to rest up as well. Uh, is that? I think that's us. <laughs> it's got to be, right? Magic round in the books. Uh, Magic round's fucking good, like, as a, as a concept.
1: It's mad.
0: It's got a lot of, I haven't been yet. No, <laughs> well, it's year. only in its second year. It, it's, it feels like it's got a lot of Hong Kong Sevens vibes. A yes, bit. definitely. But, like, but bigger, bigger than Hong Kong Sevens. Of it's no, but I
1: mean just, like, have you ever been... You haven't been to Hong no. Kong That's Like, one of the stands is just fucking wild, complete debauchery, but, like, everyone's fucking vibing and dressed yeah, up yeah, yeah. It yeah, yeah, yeah. sort of feels a little bit like that. Definitely. And but there's that bigger. sort of a
0: vibe, heaps of people dressing up, which was good. We saw all the PVLs. Shout out to the Volandys so dressed good. up out there. That Love was fucking that. great. Love that. Um. But yeah, it's it's uh, it was uh, it. We, I think that's something we look at going to next year. that will be a bit of fun. Get down there, see a couple of dribblers. A lot of the dribblers are asking us where the fuck we were. Not there. Not there. We weren't there. That's more a 2022 prospect for us. But the uh, it's a fucking dope concept. All the te- all the games there. I loved that. Like on Sunday there were three games of footy, and like I'm sitting at home going, oh shit, we've still got Penrith to go. Like Penrith v whoever the fuck they just pumped Titans. Um, but my only my only flag, I would think, on the whole
1: weekend was the game selection.
0: Yeah, but as we said on About Even, it was like they almost seem to have picked the games that will uh, damage, like so let's say you've got home game, like uh, you've got uh, Manly playing fucking... Well, maybe Manly's a bad example. South Roosters. Let's say South v Roosters. Rather than like ruining or take, like that would be a very fucking highly attended home game for either team, you would assume. So because you're taking that away from them and it's all at one stadium, they've gone, well, let's just play these games that no one really gives a fuck about in isolation, but in like the carnival festival atmosphere of the weekend. But then you
1: give the home side, technically Brisbane, the biggest club in the land, Manly, on Friday night. Okay. Yeah. I'm with you. You give them the big game. I'm just saying as a spectator, sometimes you yes. want a
0: fucking... The games were a bit sort of... You know. Hey, they just weren't that special, but... The
1: only, like, the only really evenly matched game were the two biggest beaters on the in, the, you know, in Australia, the Bulldogs and the Raiders.
0: Dude, the Bulldogs, I'll never forgive the Bulldogs for robbing us of a Ricky Stewart meltdown. Like, that would have been... That they would have a... had to evacuate Canberra. Well, they would have had to evacuate Suncorp. It would have been a whole thing. There would have been some sort of alarm that went off. Bomb threat, but like Ricky threat. The right? world starts like trembling and shit, and Ricky's just like a kettle about to fucking explode. Mm. Get the fuck out of here! Yeah, grab you, grab your children. Stop, drop, and roll. Duck and cover. Find the nearest exit. Seriously,
1: mate, it would have. It would evacuate. Been, you would have seen the stop, drop, and roll come back. Are they still teaching that to the
0: children? Well, I think that's usually just for if you find yourself on fire. Which you invariably would if Ricky had blown his top. But I don't know whether it's a stock standard procedure just for day-to-day like emergencies. As in, like you don't exit stadiums that way? No. If there's something going on at the stadium and you're not on fire, then stopping, dropping, and rolling out is going to cause probably more chaos. You can't roll straight. Well, You, you, you can, can roll straight for a certain amount of time before your equilibrium starts wigging out. And also, unless you're practicing a, a straight roll... I just don't know. I think you usually will start to pivot from one, like mm. to a left or a right, whichever just, you favour. You'd be top heavy, so you'd probably go to the right then. Well, depending on which way you're facing. Well, and, like, if you had a big bucket ass, not necessarily. <laughs> yeah, but if your ass is big, then that might, depending on which way your ass, it's not perfectly symmetrical. So you're gonna like end up favouring one side. I wonder how long it would take. How long do you reckon it would take to
1: evacuate Suncorp Stadium? Forty thousand people, if everyone stopped, dropped, and rolled.
0: Hours. Hours you can't even get out of your seats. How are you going to roll You'd have out? To of roll the, down. But you can't even get out of the aisles if you're laying on the ground. That's <laughs> well, not I'll conducive allow to allow roll. you to get to the. Step. Or do you have to worm down the aisle and then roll down the steps. <laughs> ridiculous, ridiculous. Just
2: collecting puddles of beer. As yeah, exactly. You roll out.
0: Just rolling over fucking rubbish. Now the bulldogs, with the greatest respect, are such beaters because the the, the night uh, the raiders were down. Um, did Papali get red-carded? They yeah. were down at Papali. Papali was off. And they couldn't win the game. They got fucking... The Raiders they were chased them by, down. They're they up, up by, by, by four, four I think. or two? They They're up by four. Raiders chased them down. Uh, a man down. And it was just like... I was listening to the commentary and Kronk's like, just go through the middle and then go out wide. Stop trying to go around them. Like, what the fuck are you doing? They're down a man and it's Papali. Go through the middle. Go. Th- he's like, go through the front door. Go through the front door, and then the side, like the side doors, whatever the fuck it is, will open up. <laughs> but they were just like, no. We've always said that. Let's just chance our arm and throw it around. It's like, dude, this is. But hold a lead. <clears throat> yeah, well, that as well. That as you know I mean? well. You've but got a lead. Hold the lead. You've got a lead. You're a man up. But they just shit the bed. Ricky just simmering back down. I was fucking. I was so Devo because. I mean, look, the Raiders clearly aren't that good. They did well to to, to come back from fucking, you know, they've got a man it's down. It's the Bulldogs. Him, but it's the Bulldogs. I should have put 50 on them. Feel sorry for Trent Barrett. Really do. Handsome man. If anything's going to send him bald, it will be this year coaching. Um, but the big thing out of the weekend, when you talk about Papali getting red carded, is has been the whole PVL referee stance on the high tackles and shit. And I don't know where I sit on it. Obviously, the weekend was a bit much. I would it's s- also like, is it the first weekend where they're implementing it? And it's like, I think choosing Magic Round to do it was a weird one. Choosing Magic Round <sighs> to fucking have well, every it single...
1: Off, it feels like it was, yeah, it was a weird one. I don't know where it came from.
0: Well, it was kind of off the back of the Dylan Brown and uh, Nakora smashing Tedesco. Nothing really happening.
1: Yeah, I mean, I but I, I still... People say that it was it's completely knee jerk. I think that this sort of thing would have been in the works for a while, yeah. and they've used that as a catalyst for change, potentially. Right? Like they were like, "Let's wait for something to sort of go. Let's just let it play out naturally, yeah. and then sort of bring this in at the appropriate time. Maybe it's- they saw that as the appropriate time. I got a couple of issues with it. Issue number one. Is the bouncing up of a. Like, if you make accidental contact, contact yeah. with the head, you're sent off. Don't know how I or feel about s- that.
0: Sin bin, yeah. Like, if it. if or it, you're sin bin, yeah. If it bounces up off the ball and into someone's head, then that shouldn't be a high tackle. Or, like, it can be penalised. Because you're. No, there's high, no, problem like, them, there's but, no problem but, with that. But it's not. It's not like you shouldn't be lo- getting sent off and you shouldn't be uh, getting, like,. Even if they get fucking KO, like that's part of the game, right? That's unfortunate. That's what I'm saying. Even like, if, if the opposition th- loses a player, it's a it's clearly not an in- it's well they're never intentional, but it's clearly not like reckless and malicious and all that sort of shit. If you if you go too high and
1: you scrape the shoulder, but go predominantly into the neck and the head, I'm like, bruh, you went too high. Yes. But if you actually bounce up off something into the head, I'm like, well, that's a little bit. Fucking I also think silly. if
0: your point of contact is. Like so, if I hit you with my shoulder and I hit you here, but the force of the tackle means that you whiplash forward and your head hits my shoulder, do you know what I mean? so like if I'm hitting you in the middle, yes. and you clear yeah, pushing, yeah, yeah. Yep. like that also isn't you doing a high tackle. that is the guy getting fucking fed right like is is the nrL
1: let's say they they stay one hundred percent with this um, as is very clear. Touch the head, you're off. At least in a sin bin sort of mentality. Are they essentially saying that you got to start chopping in the in the in the midsection? Uh, like, yeah, I you mean, cannot go. You know how one play goes high, one goes low. Wrap up the footy,
0: prevent the offload. Are we? I think what they're trying to do. Look, are I we getting can, rid of that? Listen, I can also understand from a PVL like positioning, a rugby league standpoint, where like. You, with concussion as fucked as it is, Jake Friend's just retired from concussions. Boyd Cordner has been out for six months with concussions. Fucking the Rooster seems like every second player has had concussion problems. Like, and within the context of world sport, all this shit. Like, you can actually see why they're doing it. It's the, the the dribblers who are like some dribblers are leaving comments on our shit and like just in general talking about like fucking PVL's ruining the game. He's ruined the game. He's an embarrassment. All this is shit. I'm like, bro, you got short fucking memories. The game wouldn't be alive if it wasn't for him last year. He's, these aren't like, it's not like he's completely changing the rules just to fuck with the game. There are elements that I agree with, like where, as we were just talking about, right? These things that need to be looked at a little more closely as to how they're getting penalized. But like, you have to. Safeguard the game from getting sued to buggery when these guys start fucking slurring speech at their at age forty and forgetting the names of their family members and shit. Like Yeah. And you've got to remember punters and
1: dribblers, these 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 men now are fucking humongous. Like they're yes. massive humans. So like cops and like knocks to their head are more brutal
0: than ever. They're saying that some of them the collisions are like getting hit by a car. Which so is crazy.
1: I I completely understand why they're doing it. I I think it makes sense. People saying that it's ruined the game. Well, it's ruined the game. Well, A, it didn't ruin the game. Let's start there. It was was fucking highly unusual to see like three or four players off at one time. Yeah. But that will change. Now, for it to change, players are going to have to start going lower. Yeah. Which you haven't seen. Like, look at how players tackle now. They tackle upright. Yes. Completely upright. Yeah. Like the Papen who who took Pappenhausen's head off Terrell Fumano. Yeah. He's standing upright and yeah. just
0: lent into him. Yeah. Like Or or Herman SSA on Brian. Do to- you know what I mean? Oh.
1: Like if he goes if he goes old school under tens bootstrap stuff, yeah. or, run at run least, or at least like how Jake Trovoyovich snaps him, goes around the mid. Yeah. Bend like you gotta bend over, yeah. prime, yeah. deliver it's, Yeah, exactly. It's not like it's not like you the, can change it, it can so that done. you don't go high. Yeah. Let's all acknowledge that. I think, though, that PVL and et Al need to acknowledge that if I'm bent over, I'm cocked. Yeah. And I'm braced and I got the arse out and I'm ready to snap around the mid, and a bloke slips over and I copped the head, I shouldn't be. No. You can see that I'm, I'm, I'm bent over, ready for it.
0: And the opposition player has fallen He's or slipped.
1: Like- into me
0: like a way that like, oh, there is nothing i can do about that no. nothing and that's what the i think one of the arguments was for near corey on tedesco last week is that tedesco into contact will often uh or at least in this example but there's some say he does it all the time but like as he's given the ball he sort of drops he drops into contact so if you're coming in as you're saying cock locked and ready to rock mm. and then this guy drops and it's like well i can't In the, like, infinitesimal moment between me already making a decision to smoke this fool and then him dropping. Like, I can't pull out of that tackle. But as you're saying... It's all Mate, about body positioning. But you've think, just got to go lower. Like, you just have to go lower. That's got to be the new thing. Maybe that's it are more offloads are going to happen because you can't have someone come high and wrap up the ball. But certainly you can't... I don't think you want to be having this many people sent a sin-binned and fucking sent off. Like I reckon the Papali one, as we're looking at it now, I don't think that's fair to be sent off. His shoulder went right in his fucking head. Herman S.A.S.A., it wasn't brutal, but he came into to Brian Tottenham last night after the seven previous games of football that he's seen where everyone's getting charged. He was offside. He ran in fucking hard and literally just coat-hanged he Brian He coat-hanged Toto. him.
1: It's like, all that, right, dude. If that wasn't a coat-hanger, then I don't know what That just are.
0: showed a complete disregard for everything that has gone on on the whole weekend and just going like, that was dumb. Well,
1: mate, it's, it's, it's just, you know, heat of the moment stuff. Dude.
0: Yeah, but like, you know, that's But that you was go, a fucking coat-hanger. Yeah. Don't get
1: it twisted, punters and dribblers. So what we're saying is... But do, you go,
0: if, do you reckon you go like I think a five-minute sin bin for some of these things as opposed to a ten-minute one if there's some of these things? Or like, I don't know, I'm just... I Look, I think realistically,
1: yeah, I mean, it's tough. If there's intent, right, or like if you just get it horribly wrong like that, yeah... I think you should go off if it fucking bounces up off the footy. I think it's a penalty, like I've said. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think they need to look at it, look at it pretty quick. Put it on
0: report if you want to, but it shouldn't. I only don't be mind about that.
1: That's fine. You can put them more on report if you have to. I mean, you're lining the fucking lawyers' pockets. They'd be sitting there going, "Oh my god, Do you know how much yeah. work I've got next week." We should be getting Izzy Carey into the uh- dude. Izzy Carey, if you're, I don't know if he's doing any of that judiciary work, but if he is. He's flying.
0: Well, we should maybe start trying to get a cut of his judiciary work. Just as a side note, lawyer to the stars as he carry our lawyer. Um,
1: well, let, well, sure. I mean, we'll look
0: into it. We can look into that. I I will say this, punters
1: and dribblers. If you think about it this way, think about it this way. Need to protect the head. Head needs to be protected. Big thick boys everywhere. Yeah. getting bigger and getting thicker. The head, the skull. Far as I'm concerned, uh, not I'm aware, getting bigger, not or getting thicker. thicker got to protect the head headgear does nothing blah 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 when you use that train of thought and people going they're getting so close to the head when like when they tackle they're going up around the shoulders there's going to be mistakes sometimes it yes. just is what the nrl is essentially saying if i'm reading between the lines and i th- i like to think i am they're saying you gotta go lower like tummy lower yeah like sternum Below so, the nips. Below the nip. That's what I'm hearing. Yeah. Used to be shoulders. I'm now hearing nip.
0: Well, I think to be safe, you've got to aim
1: sub-nip. But that's what the, I think that's what they want. They're not yeah. saying it. No. But they sort of are. You
0: have to go sub-nip if you want to be safe.
1: Now, they usually carry the footy, Tom, around the nip. Yeah. So I don't see any problem, really. If you get a bloke good around the nip, you should be okay.
0: I think you could, you should be okay if you hit him. I mean, if you hit bang on the footy, yeah, try and knock it out. You go under the footy into the rib cage, try and knock it up and out. Maybe it means there's a few more offloads because you're not having big, thick boys coming and wrapping up the ball. Who knows? Who gives is that a fuck? The worst part is that I mean, do we hate offloads? No, I don't. We don't. Know. We don't. Um, I will also say this for those, and there was at least one whose name I can't remember, but on the P's and D's page saying that fucking. Uh, I don't know if he was just a lonely. Lonesome loser trying to get uh, trolls going on in the P's and D's page. If he was, I mean, I think it worked, but he was saying that Pappenhausen was a, was as soft as baby shit, basically for going down. It was like he actually didn't move for like two minutes. Look, I mean, he's entitled to his opinion. I don't think he's correct. Well, it's the dribblers make the world go round, you know. But the the beauty of the the free market of ideas is that you also get to shit on opinions, uh, and shit on it, I think I will, because that's one of the dumbest fucking things I've ever heard. <laughs> and when people are, like, calling out, like, I get calling out people like, uh, you know, you might think someone stays down all the time to milk for penalties and all that sort of shit, right? Pappenhausen was out for two rugby league minutes they want to bring Tyrell Fuayono fucking...
1: Is that what they used to use to wake him up? Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's what the dribblers want. They want bar salts back out. Yeah. It's like...
0: Dude, he was literally flatlined by a monster. I don't know if we can do that anymore. No, I don't think legally we can. You know, considering everything we just said. So I think think, we move
2: past the bath salts. Yeah, bath salts maybe not. Smelling salts maybe. Yes, smelling salts, (laughs) not bath salts. Bath Bath salts salts is a drug you smoke, right? Or you? Well, I think they're bath salts, but I think people have like snorted them. Or isn't that what? Yeah, how do you take bath salts? Can you? I don't know. Yeah, I'll Google it. But I'm pretty sure. it yeah. made people like eat other people.
0: Yeah, I remember this. That, like yeah. the guy who did that whole Coney o- get fuck Coney. What was the Coney fucking movement? Dave might have yeah, been too Yeah,
2: Coney twenty twelve. Coney twenty twelve. Remember that African fucking warlord. thing? That was
0: huge. And then he got done doing bath salts, and it's like, well, it was he, ba- got, he got done. Coney
2: twenty twelve. Pu- he got done for public masturbation. That
0: remember that was like that huge viral campaign about that warlord Joseph Coney. For those yeah. of you that aren't, fucking yeah, I eight remember. Years old. Is he still around? Dude, he did that whole thing. It was crazy. Everyone got on it, and then he was, he went, he went nuts. So like down the streets of LA, like running in between traffic after getting getting high he on bars, got arrested
2: for shit. public masturbation. Yeah, he was up. Yeah. But off. what happened to Coney himself? Well, I'm sure
0: Coney's
1: still doing the damn thing. No,
2: apparently Coney had like pretty much already been stopped, at, like when he put that all out. Like yeah, he was yeah it was a problem and all that, but apparently oh. it was like under control when he put it out.
0: That's probably why he went wild. And where is the man? Was
2: that like it? the first
1: viral movement on? I think social? so. I probably think so. was. Of, of like people uh, were wearing badges and yeah, shit. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. It's
1: like it was like Kevin O' seven. Dude, it was huge. It's <laughs> huge. I remember us watching Kevin the was Bathurst. probably he was the first. Well,
4: Kevin was yeah
2: big time. He's a pioneer. What do you got for us there, D? Well, okay, so Coney twenty twelve. Um, he was, he's been referred to like war crimes and all these judiciaries in like 2005. So well before that, um, he was in poor health in 2013. Right now he's still at large, but has an army of, of about a hundred soldiers, which I don't think is very much still at large, still at, well, yeah, to a certain still point, a, still, still going, um,
0: large, still a fucking
2: large, you know? Yeah. I mean, we've
0: got more fucking people than well. That's I mean, there are more we, punters and dribblers. That's than right. That's Coney. right. We could as the, the punters and dribblers could take him out. That's correct.
1: Now, that's sort of my feeling on it. I I don't like seeing shit loads of players get sent off. No, obviously, I think it ruins it a little bit. I like to see thirteen on thirteen. I'm yeah. a, call me a purist. Yeah. But that's what I like to see.
0: I just think it's too early to say the game's been ruined. It certainly fucked. It fucked us some games on the weekend, and it like it really affected the round. But what I, do you,
1: what, where do coaches go to now? Wayne and Wayne I and do reckon, Robinson. Do you reckon like they'll it. go underhand and start going? Oh, we're fucking down here. We have got twenty to play. We're down by eight.
2: Drop into a tackle. Drop
0: into a tackle. Is that, is that... Again, it depends on how the development of this... It depends on how it develops. Yeah,
2: well, when it happened, I mean, because when Fumano took out Pappenhausen yesterday, I was pretty pissed off, especially because he's in my fantasy team. But I was also thinking like, well, why not just send out one of our bad players to take out like their best player as well and just cop the yellow card and, you know. Like a bit of a chess move when you, you, you lose a queen to take the queen. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Like they just knocked out Pappenhausen, we were like almost fucked from that. Considering we had no other spine players, so like, except
0: that you clearly weren't. Well, we clearly weren't. But on. if
2: it was any other team and they were missing their one six and three of their nines, then like,
0: well, it'd be if you were. If it was you or the Roosters, basically, if it wasn't you or the Roosters, then you'd be fucked. Mm. Uh, but it just showed where the Storm are at, right? Mm. You guys are fucking still a sick team, and you were absolutely fine. But yeah. you won't win the comp because Penrith are so hot, dude. Penrith are so hot. They're the hottest team in the comp. They're fucking humming, without a shadow of a doubt. There is no point of weakness for that side. Nothing. There's nothing that they can't do. Nathan Cleary, fucking ridiculous. Right. I hey, love hey, watching Penrith play. So do I. So much fun. I think Nathan now ready to rip and tear for Origin. Yeah, I think. So. I think so. I think he's now got the confidence. You to know what I mean? Is that, is that that man going to get stopped?
1: No. Like, I know I was confident last year. Well, he
2: didn't
0: deliver last year.
2: But I know I was confident last year about our origin chances. I'm now more confident than I've ever been. Yeah. I think he's still yet to prove himself as a big game player. Agreed. I agree with that. But, yeah, but he deserves a shot. Not disagreeing with that. What I'm saying is I
1: now think he's ready... Mm. To be
0: that big game player. To be the big
1: game guy. The BJP. The BJP that we all need him to be. Mm. We all want him to be. We all know him. Deep
0: down to be. Well, they're already talking about, and this is rugby league media for you, but like if he keeps going the way he's going, he could be the greatest ever, is the way they're already saying. It. Like I heard them talking about that on commentary yesterday. I'm like, he hasn't won a competition yet, and he's done zero, even though he's won two Origins. What they're saying is Series. if he if he wins
1: shitloads of shields,
0: and the form he continues with, if he plays,
1: you know, if he plays fucking 400 games or 300, you'd f- at least 300 games and he wins a couple of premierships, a la the big guy on the wall over there, one Joey Johns, then mm. sure,
0: maybe. Yeah, maybe. But he's got a bit to do. He does have a bit to do. He's got a lot to do. Jason Saab calls out the Fox. Now, he did it respectfully as well. He wasn't being a, a, a prick about it. He was just being basically like, right now as it stands, the Fox is the fastest man in the NRL. I think we can all... I mean, I, you know, we can respect that and agree with that. But Saab's like, I need to be able to fucking test myself against this motherfucker because I think I've got him. Why, oh why, don't the NRL do that? Why don't they do the fucking sprint off? I don't get it. Why don't they just, I mean... I don't understand. We've been asking for it for years. The AFL does it and they don't even have their fucking no, but throbbers do, it. do, it. do they it. it. they don't do it. Well, they don't do their real throbbers. They don't do it, so they're not doing it. No, you're right, but they still do something. They still get some fast motherfuckers in it, right? Like, why the fuck wouldn't the NRL do this? Like, I don't get it.
1: I don't know why they don't do a track day and it's just 100 metres and, like, everyone... So, what, this, so you So, do, you do heat and then you do a final. Yeah. So, every you put forward your fastest player. Everyone knows who the fastest player at the club is because it's fucking... They run all the time, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? That race and shit I just don't know
0: why you don't do it. Incentivize it as well. So, if you want to have, like, the fucking... You know, if you're sort of like... Your clubs don't want to put up their best players. If you win, your club Mate, gets something. What I would say to the them, look, look like, I'm not going to put
1: words in PVL's mouth, but I'm, I might, and I probably will, and I'm going to do it right now. Why doesn't PVL say to the clubs, put forward your quickest? We're going down to ES Marks, or we're going out to fucking the home, Bush. The home Bush track. Okay, bring your spikes. We'll provide the blocks. We'll ticket the, the officials. Event. We'll ticket the event. It'll be a big fucking hoo ha. If you don't put your, your quickest forward, and we all know who they are, then you're losing premiership points. Yeah. Why? Why? Why might you ask? Uh, for our fucking enjoyment.
0: Yeah. That's why. That's why. And if a, you don't want to see what the quickest can run at 100. Rugby in. league is an entertainment sport, so we're here to entertain people. Give us your quickest back and your quickest forward. Give us your two quickest backs and your quickest forward, because then we can do a, a battle of the big boys as well. Whatever. I mean, we can iron out the creases. Well, I'm just saying, we're coming up with ideas. We've been thinking about it for <clears throat> two seconds. Battle of the big boys, and then your quick sticks. I'd love to see what Jason Sub can run 100 in.
1: It'd be sub low 10s. Sub 11.
0: Easy. Sub 11? Sorry, sub 10. I reckon
1: bro. he'd run like a 10.5. Maybe. See DK Metcalf run like a 10.3 the other day? Yeah,
2: I did see that. And he came like stone last in that race. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. But he was But he was there about to the yeah. 50. Mm. Point is, we want to see what they've got. And I reckon the
0: Fox, like... He, Saab would get the Fox. What I like about it, though, is it's it's Alpha to call out the big dog. Saab now growing in confidence each mm. week. He's mm. starting to out. He's starting to fuck... We He's scoring tries at will, setting up tries. But he's now... His game's just going to a new level. Following us on Instagram. So is Roger Fogiri. Not a big deal. Uh, but it's all just happening for Saab now. And now he's calling out... The quickest man in the comp, respectfully, though, doing it with the greatest respect, but going, I need to fucking see you on the, on the track, bruh. Yeah. I need to see you on the track
2: because I think I'm going to get you.
0: That's, that's fucking alpha, dude.
2: Don't you love that? I don't know why Rog doesn't organize the race himself. I mean, I don't know. Well, obviously, roger has
0: ro- got to clear it with clubs. Roger would be there oh, yeah. at the track day. Maybe we should just get in touch with PVL directly. It's not like we can't. Can we organize a track day? What do we have to do to get an NRL sprint track day off the ground? We could. I mean, we have his ear. We certainly got his ear. I know he's got a lot going on, but fuck, when's a when's? There's never a good time to message the busiest man in the country.
1: No, there isn't. Um, and you know, obviously, you could say that he's probably pretty busy now, but he could be busier next week. <laughs>
0: he might be. You never know. You never
1: know what's going to happen. It's rugby league. There could be a massive scandal about to break. Yeah. Who knows?
0: You just send, him a, just send him a message. You go listen. You're a man that moves pretty quick. Yeah. You're a you're a fucking you're an agile cat. All we're saying is, we, got, we know you got a lot on your plate right now. Get back to us when you when you see fit. But
5: yeah.
0: what have we got to do to get an NRL track day going?
1: Also, what what do you need from us? We're happy to go there and hand out the ribbons. We'll hand out the ribbons. Obviously, blue for first, mm-hmm. red for second. Was it yellow third, green I think, fourth? I think that so, might have been it. Yeah. We don't that, give
0: out a ribbon for fourth, though. So. No. No. But not. we are handing out ribbons. We're handing out ribbons. Not medals. Just, not, no, well, no, not medals. They're ribbons. Um... <laughs> And cold hard cash, and icy cold cans of coke. Um, that's a radio joke that probably only I am going to understand. So I didn't get it. Uh, no. There you go. Uh, shout out to the Triple M Rock Patrol vehicles down at Bondi, probably. Uh, anyway, is that rugby league? Chris Sandow, Chrissy Sandow wants to make a comeback. How old is Chris? Uh, Did he win a Man of Steel? Th- he's thirty-two. Thirty-two, oh, fuck Chris. A bit old, Chris, but also like he he's had, not too old. He's not too old. I am happy for Chris to come back. I am just saying, like I would have loved Chris to have been thirty.
1: You know. So what's he thirty-two? Yeah. How old was Cooper Cronk when he retired? Thirty-four, thirty-five, thirty-six. Mm. Years in him. He's got years in him. He yeah. could do it. Am I comparing Cooper Cronk to Chris Sander? Does
0: Chris <laughs> Does Chrissy Sander have an Instagram? Because I'd like to see how he's doing, oh, yeah. how he's looking.
6: Mm.
1: You know. Let's see here. Does he still like the
0: Bricky's laptop? Oh, I don't know. Oh, no, I don't know if that's it. Could be, but he's only got 158 followers, which seems criminally low for, for Chris Sandow. And then this one has 600. So I can't tell who's who here in the zoo, but I don't think either of them are legit.
2: Uh, I and mean, This one could be. It's on private.
0: Yeah, he's got a hundred and something followers. Though. Yeah, I just feel like even if it's on private, enough people are going to be interested to be giving him. He a follow. might knock him back.
1: True, he might decline them. True, true. You make it like you make no assumptions when it no, you shouldn't. No, you shouldn't. I'm also not going to assume that he's over the hill.
0: No, I'm not. I'm happy to see him back. Maybe he's rested. You know, he's had a couple of years out of the game. I tell you what, it was a sad. Has story he been playing him. in England? No, dude, he's just been fucking living in Cherbourg. Really? Yeah, yeah, he hasn't been playing, as far as I'm aware.
2: I thought he played over in England. He he played in England, but he came back in 2017, played with North's Devils for a year, then played with the Moranba Miners in the Mackay Rugby League competition. Um, Yeah, and that's the last thing he did. So, okay, well, that's interesting. Let me get...
1: What is Chris saying? Is Chris saying that he would like to play in the NRL again? Mm-hmm. Or is he,
2: is he saying that because he's played with the Miners for a couple of years, he's a shout? No, he said he, he wants to come back and play. He said, I've still got something to offer and I've got something to prove to myself. I just want that opportunity, a chance. That's all I want. No club would regret it. No chance.
0: Good. Give him a crack. I'd love to see it. But...
1: What sort of footy has he been playing with this miners outfit?
2: Well, probably not. And he hasn't played since twenty eighteen. He's been working in the coal mines.
1: Yeah, so probably not a great deal of footy. And what he's woken up one day and said, "You know what? I'm fucking."
0: Well, like- dude, he's thirty two, right? You do you. you I, the, the maturity between twenty five to thirty, I think, for most people. Is quite significant. Like for a bloke, mm. I think you do get to a point where, like, yeah, priorities switch. You might have some kids, who knows? But like, you seen Benji doing it, <laughs> but you just sort of, but he gets, he probably gets to a point where he goes, "Fuck, man, I, my life could have been very different had I just been doing." You know, like he had, he had like the world at his feet. He was a fucking gun halfback for South, for Para, I think as well. Like for Para, yeah. So like, you know, there's probably a bit of reflection there, and it's like, what if What another crack? Like, you feel sorry for people like that who, who fucked it. You know, it was through no fault of anyone else's, other than Chris's. From my understanding, how many NRL
2: games did he play? I think it's a hundred and fifty-nine or something. So he played so a fair few fucking games. Not that many. So but he played one
0: hundred and fifty. He played like the average is forty. It wasn't like it was a no, but he wasn't yeah. an average
2: player. He not. played no. two hundred like games of footy altogether, including Super League and yeah. a few for Norths.
0: Yeah, he. Uh, and he was like a one of the, he was a natural footballer, as they say, mm-hmm. you know, like he just sort of eyes up footy. He was out and unstructured, out unstructured, out and out. But he was a good player. He was great for he was good for the game, like a character. I'm happy for Sando to come back. Uh, where the, would you put him? Tigers, fucking Bulldogs. As if the Bulldogs couldn't do with Sando.
1: Just to, well mate, give Well you'd
0: be paying him fuck all.
1: Well you'd be paying him minimum.
0: You'd be paying him 150 grand.
1: Yeah. I don't say, okay, I would say this, as a, as a Bulldogs fan, Why what's you? the worst that could possibly happen? Oh, you'd lose another game? Yeah. Well, you're going to lose it anyway. You couldn't get over the Raiders <laughs> with fucking 10 men. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, you're all at sea, let's be honest. Mm. Let's call a spade a spade. Losers. You're fucking losers. Now, next year, you know, you've made. you're, you're going to add
0: some outside backs, but... I mean, that remains to be seen if it does anything. So I saw someone putting up a thing saying, dude, the, the dog should go after Nico Hines. I almost just fucking turned off the TV or turned off, to, like just threw my phone against the wall. No, the dogs shouldn't go after Nico Hines. Maybe they should have like a year or two ago. Not now. You can't have that many outside backs. You just can't. It's ridiculous. Well, it,
1: I mean, it, it's an insight into the into the set setup. I think. Yeah. Where Where
0: is this obsession with outside backs come from? Well, it's, it's like a desperation, I think. It's a desperation. It's like, let's just grab everything that's good, fuck how it all works together.
1: But there are big, thick forwards that maybe, like, you know, if you're in the business of getting shit good, you, through the power of probability at some point, you're going to arrive in a forward. They seem to skip over they them.
0: Skip, they gloss over forwards. It's like they can't see them. That's what I mean. Yeah. Doesn't make any sense. They can't see forwards, which is weird. Um, But that is probably why they're languishing.
1: All I'm saying is, could the Bulldogs get worse with Chris Sandow? Probably not.
0: No, I don't think you get worse. I don't think you get worse.
1: This could be a shot at avoiding the spoon, mate. Get a 32 year old Chris Sandow in who played his last footy in 2018 for this miners outfit. He's been fixing fucking trucks for the last four years. (laughs) Is that, is that what you need? I think so.
0: He's got real-world experience where it's like, I need this. Where well, he knows how to
1: do the dirty he work. He knows
0: how to do the dirty work. He knows how to play footy. He's an older head for the Bulldogs halves that don't know what they're doing. Kyle's a little green still. Kyle, Kyle's green. Avarillo's green. Wakeham's green. Fucking whoever else they used is green. Lewis. Their halves couldn't be greener, even if they were wearing these two jackets we're wearing right now. Green. Green. No, we didn't color coordinate. We did. We never do, but it always works out. We are. There's we're, a lot of synergy. We spend a lot of time inside each other's brains. Cosmically, don't know how it works. You spend enough time together, it it's works. Just the way hey, it, goes. it works. That's all you need to know.
1: So all we're saying is, with that sort of real world experience from one Chris Sander, it seems to me that that's exactly what the Bulldogs need—a man that can help you in a pickle, Tom. Yeah.
0: Or impart some wisdom. He's an older head now. He's experienced, you know, game management. Not that that was ever Chrisy's strong suit, I don't think, from memory. But, like, whatever. He was more razzle-dazzle, wasn't he? He was. But I think I'd love to see Chris back in the game. Chris, reach out. Get Chris back in the game. Hashtag Sandow. Hashtag save the Bulldogs. Sandow Ballet. Hashtag save the Bulldogs. Um, is that rugby league, Dave? Pretty What's much. in that WhatsApp? Is there one more
2: story in there? Uh, no, there was the Vlanders quote. No, nah, that was all right. There was more just, just a story that. in there. Yeah. Well, nah, what did he say in the quote? Pretty much it. What was PVL's quote? Oh, um, so he said... So he's talking about how the, it's all been misreported and stuff, and people are saying, oh, he only gave clubs like five hours notice and stuff. And he said here um, that... Uh, these are not new rules. You have always not been allowed to contact above the shoulders or commit an act of foul play. All we've done is vigorously enforce the rules. Um, he wants to eliminate any contact above the shoulders. Play to, players will need to adjust just as they did when shoulder charges, crusher tackles, or lifting players in the wrong position were eliminated, and you rarely see those transgressions now. It's
1: a fair point. But it's also points that you and I made without hearing the quote. Correct. Also, the I find it hilarious that the clubs are like, "You only gave us four hours, five hours notice." It's like, nah, but by he's... that, by that train of thought, then you had some intention to get your players to head high, people. Yeah, if
0: that is you're going to be, you know what, what I mean? Argue. Like, yeah. oh, got to change the game plan. We only got five hours We're to change got, the game yeah, plan. Yeah. Oh, sorry, uh, guys, just quickly. Uh, we only just found this out, but you can't head high.
1: Fuck. I know it's annoying. I know it's annoying. Um, But, Obviously, we'd planned to take out a couple of players this game, but now we can't. Now we can't do it. Um, I mean, I'm as shocked as you
0: guys are that head high has been ruled out. Yeah. But here we are. The draconian measures that have been brought in mean that you can't switch a man's lights off with a stiff arm to the skull. Uh, We're all shocked... Again, only four hours to come to terms with this knowledge. So try tackle below the shoulders if you can. If you can't, we'll just see what happens. And that's why he saw as many sends ups as you did. That's it. Um, but that's just very hard to argue with that point from fucking PVL. The way you go, it's always been the rules. Mm. We're just vigorously enforcing them now. Which is, Mate, like, Okay,
1: cool. If they if they stick with it the way they are, you will see the player start to come lower back towards. The bootstrap.
0: And listen, dude, we've 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 missed the bootstrap tackle,
1: mate. I grew up on a healthy diet of bootstrap tackles. Yeah. So did you. Yeah. We all did. Lock them up. Can't run. can with without
0: legs. Get them around the laces.
1: You know all the good stuff. True blue
0: bootstrap tackles. Bootstrap
1: tackles. I mean. I, th- I think that that's been lost largely. It ha- well, in fact, it has. I don't think there's anything sexy in the, in the stand up and wrap the ball up. No. You know what I mean? Like I can't people tell are like, oh, it's big hits. It's like, bruh, snapping someone around the fucking Mid-sench. belly, taking all the air out of his lungs. Yeah. That's, that's more entertaining yeah. than
0: wrapping up the footy. Yeah. I mean, wrestle on your face. I couldn't shit. actually tell you the last time I saw a bootstrap tackle. I couldn't even remember. The like, Scott, Scott Sattler. Sattler. <laughs> we, that was the last bootstrap tackle in Rugby League. 2003. That's almost 20 years since the last bootstrap tackle in The, the game bootstrap
1: has been relegated to the fucking backwaters of this country. Yeah. And no one seems to
0: give a shit. No one seems to give a shit. Everyone's PBL. upset. Oh,
1: fuck PVL, Fuck PBL. He's ruined the game. Is he though? He's trying to bring back an old tradition, one that we all loved. The bootstrap tackle. One that's still played over and over again in Scotty Sattler
0: on whoever the fuck it was. Uh, Todd Byrne of forgettable winger fame, (laughs) of getting run down in a grand final by a back row of fame with the line in front of you to probably win the game for your club fame. Shout out to Todd Byrne. Uh, Yeah, so PVL's trying to bring back a bootstrap tackle. Fucking sue him. And he doesn't want your players to get concussed and be dribbling at 43, forgetting the names of their family members. Sue him. Because well, he's, he's going to get sued.
1: He's actually trying to not get sued, funnily yeah. enough. Yep. So let just let the dust settle. See where it lands. Start teaching the bootstrap. Obviously, Scott's satellite, he's probably going to be in more demand now than he's <laughs> ever been. Scott's probably <laughs> cheering this Scott's going, mate, at home. He's rubbing me. the feet together. He told the missus to book a cruise for 20, late 2022.
0: Yeah. When the borders
1: open, obviously. Yeah, and because yeah. he's got money to spend, and he knows that.
0: He will, And I think it'd be smart for Scott to start spending that money before he has it.
1: Yeah. Start teaching the settler. But I'm
0: saying, like just just based on the assumption he's gonna get hired, I'd be booking fucking cruises, buying houses. That's what well, that's what I just base. said. Yeah, yeah, right. Spend the money you haven't yet made, son. Yes, because it's coming. Cause it's coming. The bootstrap's back. Eddie, I was fucking a little disappointed uh this the other day when I saw that Cam Bancroft is now sowing seeds of doubt in the media about whether the bowlers knew about this sandpaper scandal. Like, hey, Hey, Cam, can you shut the fuck up, dude? Like, I get that maybe you are unfairly scapegoated for something that maybe a lot of people knew, but, like, it's done now, mate. I don't think Cam realises what fucking year it is. Last time I checked, there's an Ashes to win at the end of the year. The last thing we need, Cam, is for you to start going... Oh, uh, uh, yeah, look, I think you fucking get the point. But
1: also, didn't say it right. If Did I read the quote cro- quote correctly? He, like, studied his words. Yeah, he didn't, put, he didn't... Put words in when words weren't needed, right? He said too much. Yeah. Said so much that it gave the sense to me, Tom, that Cam knew he was fucking up. Or that
0: he was doing the wrong thing. I th- but that he was like... I feel like it gave me the vibe that Cam's got to a point in his life where he's like, my international career probably over... And I'm so, as I'm getting older now, I'm getting a little salty about the way I was hung out to dry on this thing. And now I'm just going to fucking well, speak I wouldn't, at a turn.
1: Oh, cool. Okay. Let's, let's start here. Cam, you were the one... Who did it. Who did it, right? You're the one with the sandpaper in the pocket. You're the one fucking shining up the ball. Let's start there. Smith, was Smudge rather... He got fucking done in for turning a blind eye. So you weren't the only one that got fucked over. Davy. And Davy Warner was thrown in too because everyone knows that Davy was the one that told you to do it. Now, did other people know? Of course. We all fucking know that. Everyone knew that. Everyone knew that everyone else knew. But we didn't want to say it because we needed to field a fucking side for the next <laughs> fucking three years. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like we needed to chalk up Ws. We couldn't take Cummins out, brother. No. What are you talking about? Stark, Hazelwood. Have you lost your mind completely? We
0: need people out there so we can win games of cricket, brother.
1: Okay? Tim Payne. We
0: need him out there. Exactly. We lost our two best players in Davey and Smudge. Dave hasn't come back the same player.
1: No, he hasn't. And
0: we lost you because you did it.
1: Now, let's let's also... Shut up, Let's also say this. Smudge... I think Smudge caught more than anyone because he was this captain. So let's start there. Smudge through sheer willpower and, you know, um, a sprinkling of savantism. Yes. I, don't know, I know that's not the word, but no, you know what I that's mean. No, That's a perfect word. Dragged himself back to the tippy top of the sport, and I'm talking about double ton after double ton. Number in, one test batter in the world, vibes. In the ashes, right? Okay. He did it. Now, you obviously sit there a little salty at how it all went down, not in the fucking test side, and now you got the shits. If you went out there and took a, a leaf out of Smudge's book, You'd be out there hitting double tons in the ashes as well, and no one would give a shit. Yeah,
0: I tell you what it'd be. I tell you, it's camp. Shut up. Don't talk about it. If someone asks you, you just go, ah, fuck, it's done. It's done. It's part of my life that I'm not proud of. It's but, done. But you're pointing out something that everyone else knows. Yeah, but he's, he was asked the question. He didn't just come out and say it. No, I know he's that. He's being interviewed. Someone asked him, and he's like, oh, I think we all, uh, uh, no, dude, we don't. You we just don't. go, I would just say, oh, fuck, oh, I can't remember. Mate, that was a long time ago. A long can't time even, ago. I, don't, I can't even remember what I had for fucking breakfast. No. Nah. That old chestnut, that old line. Yeah, but that? I can't even remember what day it is. You ever lied before, bro? Of course you have. you sandpapered a ball. You've lied heaps.
1: Have you ever heard of a little thing called a white lie? Yeah. Doesn't don't know why anyone. they're called white lies, but we all know what they mean. You can say them to get out of shit. Yeah. Oh, oh, you like, okay, you're supposed to go for drinks with a bloke that you don't really know, and you're like, uh, Oh, sorry, sorry dude. Sorry, brah. Mrs. just called me. We're actually having a kid.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what? White lie. Now, obviously, that lie is going to come back to haunt you. Uh, that, like that, could be a bad one. Yeah. Your missus is twelve months pregnant. Yeah, dude, first time it's ever yeah. happened in human history. Yeah. She's just yeah. dating a little longer than we thought, but still very excited.
1: What happened to the cake in the fridge? Oh, I think the dog ate it. Dog you know have... you ate it. Yeah, you know you
0: ate it, but you don't want to admit that you ate a whole cake by yourself. No. for morning tea. This sounds like you're stealing it story straight out of my life uh, (laughs) and change dog for cat. Yes, Louie learned how to open the fucking fridge door. Yeah, he did. The cat's a genius. Smart cat. Must be strong as well. Strong cat, smart cat. uh, And no, that's not cake in my beard. Cam, (laughs) learn to lie a little bit better. What the fuck are you doing? That's a national... Like, that's a national... He's let down the country there doing that. Like, But also... That's the, like treason. That's treason. You yeah. already let down the country once. Don't let us down again. You hold that. You swallow that lie. Think about you the fucking that. Americans that killed JFK. Button up. Yeah. We're not talking about it. Everyone yeah. can have their conspiracy theories. Everyone can talk about, deny you Deny know, till
1: you die, yeah. bruh. Obviously, you couldn't deny it because you got caught red-handed. It's on... There's footage of it. Yeah, yeah. But everyone else is denying till they die.
0: Yeah. And right. now that's all anyone's going to be about. Play along a little bit. We're all fucking... We're all in this white lie together, yeah. except you. This is a national white lie. We're all pretending like no one else fucking knew about it, dude. Oh,
1: Tim Payne, one of the nicest guys in world sport. He had no
0: fucking clue. He had no idea. He was... Pat Cummins, the
1: hottest, sexiest, best bowler maybe of all time. And a nice know. guy. He didn't know. He, he had was no in ideas.
0: tears when he found out his teammates were cheating. How did he know? He had no fucking clue. He had no idea. Stark,
1: no Gary idea. Gary Lyon, best offie ever to come out of Australia. He had no idea. No idea. Zero idea. None. So. That's the fucking
0: lie. Buff Lehman didn't know. He just quit. He was like, I'm so devastated. I had no idea Why did quit. Booth, why did Buff quit? To protect the white lie. To protect the country. He fell on his sword for the nation. You were... It seems like you were forced onto your sword because you fucking were caught He, didn't, him. he didn't fall on his sword. He this, didn't fall on This looks it. bad on you, bangers. Now, I didn't want to come
1: in here today and get emotional. Hard not to, though. When but that you've happens. made me because it's an ashes year. We all know what it means. We've got an opportunity to fucking stick the knife in here, get another 5 0, assert our dominance, okay? And we don't need this. Not in May. No. Not six months out. Fuck it. We're did not playing need much it. Do you need either? that, Dave? Do you need to hear that? was that the in last you know? thing you I You didn't, didn't need to fucking hear that. No. You didn't need to hear that. I didn't need to hear it. I fucking. I was, and I was the nation didn't need to hear that, nor weekend. did the playing group. Now, again. He was saying it to an English publication
0: as well, to make exactly, it even worse. You go into the enemy and you are fucking. Squeak, squeak, squeak. Whispering like
1: a little fucking mouse. Mate, you know what the Poms are like? They're going to take this and fucking run. Like, they will roll this shit out for the next six months. Up until the first ball.
0: Yeah. And then there'll be a different narrative. I tell you who ain't opening the batting for Australia in the ashes. You, bro. You won't be allowed. There'll be a fucking referendum on it if you're even in the reckoning. Do Tom and I have the power to enact... Well, not enact. Can we get referendums off the ground? Yeah, we can.
1: Yeah. Yeah, in we can. And for sport. Talking to him.
0: Well, I just said ministers. I'm starting to put myself in there as well. I think I've got... I you're feel like my EA. I'm certainly EA. And I'm not the shadow because then I'd be the opposition. No, you're the EA to the minister of sport. I'm not the EA to the minister of sport. I think maybe we're just ministers. You know I mean? It's like we're, we're the first
2: dual... Co-ministers. We're
0: like the Walker brothers of coaching, right? But we're just both dual ministers. Yep. You can be slightly more senior. <laughs> I've still got to get things cleared through you, right? Yes. Like, I can't just go and make decisions. Yeah. I have to ask you for the company card. Yes. The ministerial card. Yes. But I'm still a minister. I'll allow it. Okay, thank you.
1: But I'm more senior.
0: Yeah, you can be slightly more senior.
1: Uh, Where does this land us? This lands us in the unfortunate position of having to...
0: Do we allow Bancroft back in the country?
1: ...call out a player on the podcast. I mean, Tom and I don't revel in this sort of, you know, behaviour. No. It's not really our style, to be honest. But... (laughs)
0: Never done it before.
1: We've never done it before. And I'd never thought I would have to. But, you know, you've,
0: put, you've backed me into a corner, bangers. I don't know whether we let him back into the country. I think he's playing uh, English County. I don't see the reason for him to have a passport. No. Can you check Bancroft's background? I feel I like bet he's, you he's a POM. I bet you he's got some POM in him. It wouldn't surprise me at all if Bancroft's got, got a got grandma. Too, I bet
1: That That is spoken with a man that knows he can fall back on a UK partner, passport to me. Yeah. Is that Nivea? Ah, uh, Yes.
0: Cream for my face. Do you prefer Nivea? No, I don't. The problem is I'm a psoriasis sufferer, as we all know, and I usually have coconut oil, right? But it's in quite a large tub. And so I need something that's like this sleek and sexy. Hey, any fucking moisturizer brands want to fucking sponsor the podcast. Uh, But so I need something sleek and sexy to carry around so that I can moisturize my fucking face. When we were doing beers and footy on Friday night, as we arrived, I was looking at my face. I was like... I look like
1: No, I know. You said you wanted to stop for moisturizer on the way here.
0: Yeah. I look like a snake shedding skin.
2: <laughs> um, anything on bangers, Dave? Nothing really. He was born in Western Australia. Parents? Doesn't A lot say of Poms anywhere. live in Western Australia. Yeah. They do. Yeah. Bit closer. Google just
0: Bancrofts parent like can Bancroft parents. In Go parents, to personal yeah, like life, that, it should yeah. say in
1: his uh, in his early years.
2: Yeah. yeah. Nah, there's nothing on Wikipedia about that. He doesn't get an early years section. No, he doesn't have an doesn't early years. He doesn't deserve one. It just starts at like under 17s. Mm. Look, I used to like bangers. Same.
1: Not saying, well, I mean. No, you
0: know. I don't like him anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like him anymore.
1: You kidding me? No, you can't really, can you? It's hard to. He's made it very Fuck hard.
0: that, dude. Made it very you hard. can't come and turn the heat on the nation like that. What do you got You got it up? I'm just trying to see uh, whether he's got any fucking Pommy heritage. Uh, but I think it's safe to say Cam Bancroft, pretty much English. Is that fair to say? I think he is English. Yeah. Cam Bancroft, a sleeper for England, trying to bring up old worms.
2: Well, okay, I couldn't find that, but the origins of the Bancroft name okay. lie with England's ancient Anglo-Saxon culture. It comes from when the family lived at or near an enclosure at a slope deriving its origin from the old English phrase of the bank croft. There we go. So there very go. English. Very English.
1: English. Mm. I mean, Tom, like, tapped in. Yeah, we're tapped in. You could say, well, fuck, mate. Most people in Australia are English. And I would say to you... Not true. Not, not true. not true. Not
0: modern I'm Australia. Not true. We're, we're Kiwi. Not yep. modern Australia. We're Kiwi, Dave South African. There, mm. bang. There you go. Three people on this podcast. Uh, now, listen, we don't talk a lot of AFL on this show, but we do love our AFL. We talk enough. We talk enough. Now, a story that's taken our eye, this seems to happen way more in AFL. In fact, it actually only really seems to happen in AFL. But some footage of inside the Collingwood dressing room, because the cameras are in there, had Jordan Goey like, squeezing his teammates' ass, maybe slipping a little... Uh, a little uh, sort of frivolous finger in the date of one of his friends, not penetrating because it was over shorts. So Mm. there's no way it penetrated unless he really went for it. But I, I don't think that happened. Um, It was a bit of fun, bit of a laugh, right? But it was on cameras and then some fucking sad losers who are watching on TV, I believe, calling it out as, like, sexual assault. Oh, my God. And they're like, the AFL's now investigating it. Collingwood are like, nah, it's all good, eh? Like, it was a fucking... Can you find the term that Collingwood used, Dave? But it was like, the way they described it was like, uh, a bit of, like, fun in the change rooms or some shit.
2: Well, they said, we believe appropriate change room behaviour is important. In this instance, neither players nor the club believe inappropriate behaviour has occurred. Yeah, what is going on? There's, it's literally like I thought the bum
0: tap was sacred. I think the bum tap was fine, but in the eyes of the uh, the the PC police, but it was the finger that maybe followed. Oh, so Can you you watch the video and clarify? Yeah, right? so
1: it was yeah, get up it the was, video. I haven't seen it. Do you want me to?
0: I'll play. Yeah, it, yeah, I'll, play I'll, need to, I'll need to run
1: an eye over. Yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So they're
0: not so the bum tap remains sacred. I think well, I don't think bum tap remains sacred. I think bum taps are still probably a little bit problematic for certain people, but I think it was once he fingered him.
1: Well, I'll 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 make an assessment on that, Tom.
0: Pull the screen forward.
1: I'll make an assessment on, on whether Finger has entered date. Oh. Uh, cause you press space bar, mate. Right, okay.
0: now we see Jordan degoey. Backs to the camera. Which one's Dagoey? You'll see he's in right in the center there. Bit of a bum tap. Yep, like that. Squeezed it. Is that it? He didn't even finger his ass. Bang, bang, bang. Yep, Squeeze. He just squeezed it. He didn't even... He just squeezed his ass. I thought he stuck a finger in. No, he goes like this. He goes bang, bang. Here, look, for those of you that aren't watching, this is it, Eddie. Tell me if this is correct. Yeah. Turn around. Maybe a bit of a hole. No, no,
1: no. Watch his middle finger. This is the problem. This is what they've got issues with.
0: That middle finger doesn't go in. I think they think it does. Bang, bang, and then see. Oh, yeah, but no, that's just. Maybe like a pinky. I tell you what that is. That's just him trying to get, not in, but just trying to get under the meat. Yeah. So he's going bang, bang on the side. Then yeah. he's pivoted his hand a little bit and just got some meat. Yeah, yeah. He wants meat. He's just trying to get meat. Yeah. That's all about. Like opposable thumbs and fucking using your fingers correctly and shit.
1: Well, that's like, you know, it's using the, oppo- the opposable thumb to our advantage. I mean, we were given it for
0: a reason. Dude, that's pathetic. It's that is fucking me. pathetic. Like, the AFL's investigating yeah, as well. No, he just, he's just letting his mate know he's there. I'm here. I'm here for I'm you. I'm here for you. I'm going
1: go to do whatever it takes. Yeah, I'm going to kick goals for you. I'm going to take marks. I'm going to, you know, handball my ass off or your ass off. And I'm just here for you. We're going to try to get
0: a win. I'm here for you, no matter what. Now, a video was released this week of the Cheese bear-hugging Craig Bellamy Mm -hmm. at training, picks him up, drops him on the ground, and starts fucking humping him. (laughs) Mm. That's the greatest coach of all time. Rugby League's like, play on. That is good, honest, roughhousery. That's a bit of fun amongst consenting friends.
1: Yeah. And, look, I think that, Craig knows that, you know, a little sort of fooling around, a little fake humping sometimes, what what the just what the doctor
0: ordered. Uh, premiership's built on?
1: Um, they go out there completely under strength on the weekend. They lose Pappenhausen early on and they put 40 on the Dragons. The Dragons are in the top eight, so they're not the worst side of all time. I think they probably are, but they're still in the top eight, so you get my point. Where, where's that culture come from? A, a win-at-all-cost culture. Yeah. It comes from grabbing your mate's ass, giving it a bit of a squeeze, and, if, and if, the, you know, if the moment calls for it, maybe a fake hump. Yeah, it's all a bit of fun and games. Now, if you're doing it to someone that clearly doesn't fucking want it... Different story. Completely different story. But, like, you've got to understand, PC police, who've probably never been in a dressing room in your life, that it's sort of like in that world where there's a lot of testosterone flying around, I'm talking about men's sport here specifically... Sometimes a bit of junk's grabbed, a bit of ass is grabbed, you know what I mean? It's, it's all
0: a bit of fun. It's a bit of fun. Obviously, if you're not into it or if you don't want it to happen, that's fine. But if Collingwood's like, no, nah, dude, that was fine. But also watching that video. And as you saw our reenactment, tap, meat grab. Mm. Tap, tap, meat grab. Yep. That was that was way less. I thought he... I was defending a finger in the arse, Eddie. I know you were. And rightly so. So, Rightly so. But a tap-tap meat grab, like... And also, it's
1: over the short punters and dribblers. Now... If this sort of thing had happened in the shower...
0: Which I'm sure it does. Luckily, they don't have cameras in there.
1: It, yeah, I mean, look, maybe you can start to make an argument. But he's got the shorts on. And they're about to run out there and play. They're getting the coach's message. And he's just letting him know, did you hear it? But he didn't even give him the fucking... But if he were to. But if he were to, yes. That's what I'm saying. Now, last year, were we not talking about a bloke getting grabbed on the junk? On
0: the, yeah, on the ding dong. Um, so it feels like, okay. But and then I think it was like some. That was. The, we were debating. Liz that, Ellis were tried debating... to make it racial. The guy was grabbed on the dick, and they were like, it's a power dynamic between white and black players. I was like, oh my God. Oh, that's right. Liz, Liz completely lost her mind. Are Liz you reading s- too much.
1: Serious? she's she's gone down too many left-wing fucking propaganda websites where well, Dave just, spends all his time and come out the other side so
0: confused I've she just got, doesn't know what the fuck like, to say I anymore. can even understand why you might have even if I don't agree with it going like that's inappropriate touching to make the racial connection there I was like <laughs> wow that is that is mind-boggling shit there's a power dynamic between white and black players so he feels like he can grab his cock I'm like He's Uh, probably grabbed the cock of every other player in there. (laughs) Every single player in that dressing room. This guy might just be the serial cock grabber of the fucking team. And again, good for morale. Great for morale. If he didn't grab his cock,
1: then then you've got a racial issue. If he's grabbed everyone else's...
0: And he's not grabbing the black man's penis, then that's a racial issue. But if he's an equal opportunist fondler... (laughs) Which I like to believe he is. Then it's a play on. Within the confines of the sporting change rooms. Obviously, you can't be doing it on the street. No, to people you don't know. No, that's illegal. And but
1: should be true I mean, and they such. talk about going to battle to, you know, potentially dying for their mate to win that fucking contested footy. Yeah, yada yada yada. Head down insert, over the ball. Insert fucking AFL crap here. Yeah. If you if you're prepared to say all that, right? Surely you allow a little bit of a grab on the ass. I I mean, fuck. You're going to ask a bloke to die for you to win a fucking game of footy to win four points, and you're not going to let him grab your ass and give it a bit of a fucking squeeze, a a bit of a rev
0: Anyway, look, that's AFL for you.
1: That's AFL. Um, AFL, you know, continues its descent into utter madness.
0: Quickly, before we get to dribbles, I just have to say that uh, I've never been more excited for a fight after seeing Paul Gallen and Justice Honey on Channel 9. Hooney, sorry. Uh apologies Apologies to Justice. We've been um, saying your name wrong. Not intentionally. We, we
1: thought it sounded like we could have a bit more fun with honey. That was probably it.
0: But it wasn't an intentional incorrect name. No,
1: we weren't being cunstant. Disrespectful. About it. It's just so- We were told
0: it was Hooney and now Hooney we will use. But Tom forgot. Uh just so happened that Justice was sitting behind. In the stands, directly behind where Paul Gallen was doing his commentary from, I, I and, feel
2: like it didn't just so happen, you know. Oh, Dave, I I know
0: that, my yeah, bro. Yeah, okay. It seemed just, like, yeah, it was. Well, no, I'm I'm. You know what? It's called product placement. It's called revving up a fight. You ever heard of that? You ever heard of fucking fight promotion punters, dribblers? That's what this was, and it was expertly executed. Justice happens to appear just behind Gal going. Boo Gal. Boo Gal. Very cool from Justice. Justice cool. also a Queenslander.
1: He's at Suncorp. Queenslanders hate Gal because... Because he was he captain of New South
0: Wales. Didn't really terrorise him. we only on one comp with him. Well, <laughs> <Terrorized. laughs> <laughs> he... Boo Gal. Boo Gal. Then Gal turns around, flips off Justice. Very cool as well. Fuck you, Justice. Fuck you. Now, we want to see the fight. Bang. Paul Gallen's Promotion. meteoric
1: rise to...
0: Heavyweight title fight the Australian title has been meteoric, has it yeah. not? Yeah, well, his, Paul Gallen's meteoric rise to Australian title fighting has been meteoric. Well said. Well said. Give me Did you not that. say that? No, you said that. Yeah, exactly. His meteoric rise has been meteoric. Yeah. I'm saying that's fucking beautifully put. Yeah, doubling down. <laughs> 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 has been meteorically meteoric. Yes. Now, apparently the winner of this fight, who one would assume is Mr. Hooney, uh, Assume only nothing. Based off... Assume nothing in the fight game. Talk. Correct. Uh, but we'll be ranked by the IBO, IBF, one of them. We'll get a world ranking. For Gallon. For either one. Because Justice doesn't have one either. Doesn't he have one? No. Why? I don't know. Maybe it's, he gets a world ranking within a certain boxing... Do you know what I mean? So, like, maybe Justice already has a world ranking with the WBO, or the. but then
2: for this one, the winner will get a world ranking. Isn't Justice still kind of, like, amateur? Yeah, he's only... Dude, he yeah. won the
0: heavyweight, Australian heavyweight title in his first professional fight to give you an idea of where the Australian heavyweight title sits in the landscape. I
1: did know that, but I'd forgotten it. Yeah. Okay, that gives you context. Yeah. And explains the meteoric rise. The meteoric meteoric rise
0: of Paul Gallen, (laughs) uh, potentially Australian heavyweight champion, potentially world-ranked boxing fighter. Um, But anyway, I just wanted to touch on it because I think that was, without a doubt, one of the most uh, brilliant pieces of, of boxing marketing and speaks to where Australian boxing's at. Would that be fair? 100%.
1: 100%. I would say this though, given that Ho- Hooney almost basically amateur apparently, Gallon, who was playing rugby league like two years ago, they're making pretty good fucking money off these fights. Mm. Like Gallon's made a shitload already.
0: And he's apparently getting, Ho- Hooney's getting like 15% of the overall fight purse. Really? Yeah.
1: Because Gallon's the
0: fucking... Well, Gallon's the name, yeah. Yeah. But it's in, is it in the millions? I don't think so. I reckon Gal was probably getting maybe like a f- couple of hundred grand, three, four hundred grand. You for you mm. I think I read it the other day. I could be wrong. Millions. No way, dude. The fucking pay-per-views aren't selling shit. Obviously, you're getting like a semi-sold. Mate, I reckon, I
1: reckon, will this break pay-per-view records? No. <laughs> Globally. No, no, no. Australian records. No. Of Australian fighters. Fuck No. So you still reckon Green Mundine
0: Trump's fucking Hooney and Gallon? <laughs> yeah. Yes, dude. Green Mundine, both names, both world champions.
1: Do you reckon um
0: do you reckon Gallon Sonny Bill Williams would get close? Yes. Yes. We said this. I think Gallon Sonny Bill can beat Green Mundane potentially. But the thing is, the only I think the thing in Green and Mundine's favour is that they were again both world champions, both had the boxing audience. Like they're both great boxers, so they had the boxing audience. Then they have but the, the rugby, rugby league audience. audience is bigger. Yeah, it certainly is. But also, like I wonder if the Green Mundine had any international boxing audience as well, just from a boxing standpoint, because it was a boxer's fight. I don't think so. Probably not.
1: you have <laughs> anything there I for us, D?
2: Um, no, I got paywalled out of a. Couple of things. Hang on, his fight with um, Lucas Brown got him. Hang on, he's slipping. He's slipping off a cliff.
0: Uh, used to be elite. Yeah, he used to be a fucking Diora. Now I feel like, like you clicking
1: on paywall articles, wasting everyone's time. <laughs> Just, Don't you know that Daily Telegraphs are all paywalls?
2: Uh, so he got he got four hundred thousand or thereabouts for his fight with Mark Hunt.
0: Yeah, there you go. There you go. So I'm saying. Just
1: I reckon like he a gets a million for Hooney.
0: Bullshit. Mm. I reckon it's twice as big. No, it's not. Mark Hunt's a name. Hooney is not a name. He's played, But it's for the title. Yeah, but no one gives a fuck about the title. Hooney- I do. Yeah, but Hooney won it in his first professional fight. I'm saying that doesn't add any gravitas. I don't think people <laughs> know that. I'm telling you, it's, he's definitely not. And also, that's why he's getting that's why Huni's getting fifteen percent, because Gal's like, I'll only fight for this amount of money. So <laughs> if we're if this fight this fight's basically gonna make like four hundred grand. And then Gal's taking whatever the fuck eighty-five percent of that is. Do your own math. Dion. Oh bro. That's right. Fuck. Jacare Souza in the UFC yesterday getting his arms snapped was so fucking gross. I saw it as well. Like, I try to not see shit like that. He's got... He's, this guy's got him in... You know, like, when they're going for an armbar mm. and the person who's about to get armbar sort of, like, holds their hand up and you see him sort of... They're like They're trying to pull their arm away mm. and they're just holding it up. The way the camera was, it looked like that was what was happening. Like, he was trying to prevent it. And so you couldn't... You didn't have, like, this clear view. And then you just see this loud snap but like you again you were, it sounded like it could have been like the hand slipping or something like it was just this snap and then the fight was over like tap 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 fight was over and then you realize that the guy had just had his arm dot, like tightened in such a way that he snapped it right just below the elbow snapped his arm and they stopped the fight and jacques just gets up he's like yeah dude my arm's fucking broken but look at this photo here do i need to see- no 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 it's not you don't but you can just see like Oh, Jesus Christ. Dude, fucked up. Fucked up, dude. No, it is not a game, the UFC. Just below the elbow, essentially through the elbow, he snapped that fucking thing.
2: He was so casual about it as well. It just like, dude, he oh, just
0: got up. He gone. just got up, and the sound was fucked up. Sousa, uh, undergoing humorous fracture surgery after submission loss. So that's upper
2: arm that he's broken as well. That's not like...
0: I, it's it's either just above, I think it's just above the elbow.
2: Yeah, humorous. That's Yeah, Yeah, funny just bone.
0: above the elbow.
2: Oh, the really humorous, the funny sad. bone. Yes. Get it. Get it. Mm. Get it. What about that other, I can't remember who it was, but the guy, the delayed knockout? Oh, yeah, I didn't see that. that. I didn't see it. Can you get that up? Yeah, yeah. Do you remember who it was? Uh, no,
0: but it was uh, the, the guy who was fighting was Barbosa. So Ed, oh, Edson yeah, Barbosa yeah. did it to him. While you're getting that up, though, um, Charles Oliveira mm. winning the lightweight title, knocking out Chandler. Did I pick it second round? I'm telling you, punters and dribblers, you may not necessarily pick the right person, but the title fights, more often than not, are decided in the second round. And I bet on Oliveira and I won. But... um. So he's now the new – Olivera, now the new lightweight champion, knocking out Michael Chandler. The first round was crazy. Oliveira, who's a jiu-jitsu master, had his back. And 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 um, Chandler, who's like a fucking heavy hitter but a wrestler. Oliveira had his back in the first round. And you're like, holy shit, dude. He might choke him out like real early after being cut. Then Chandler gets out of it and is like beating the fuck out of him. And you think that Olivera is going to get stopped in the first round. Somehow he makes it out and but, but like really close to being fucking finished and then comes out in the second round and just KOs Chandler. Oliveira's been fighting in the UFC for thirteen years, I think. Started when he was twenty one years old. Thirteen years. He's had twenty can you just look up Charles Oliveira? I think he's had twenty eight fights in the UFC. Twenty eight fights. And he had not, he, and I just saw a stat just before. He had, hadn't knocked out a single person in his first 23
2: fights. And now he's knocked out three of his last five. Um, so he's got 40 total. Um, but that's that's total mixed martial yeah, arts. Yeah,
0: no, so just fancy. UFC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. UFC. Um, and I believe,
2: like, I don't know what his record is, but 38, no, this is his record. You, Sorry, 31-8-0 so, now. 31-8-0. So how many fights you had in the UFC? In the UFC. That's that's in the UFC. So 39. He said 39 fights in the UFC. Yes. Are we sure
0: about
1: that? Are you
2: sure about like, that? Pretty sure. Like, I'm on UFCstats.com. Nah. That's, they, they put their mixed martial arts. They put their mixed martial arts. Yeah. UFC, UFC, the Ultimate Fighter live finale. Keep going to the bottom. UFC. So it's pretty much all UFCs except for a couple of these, like the ultimate fighters. Hmm. Whatever that is. Yeah. That's what UFC stands for. No, but it says the ultimate fighter live finale. So that would have been Not the show. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's yeah. a show that they do. Like a TV show. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um.
0: Well, let's just say this. He's had a fuckload of fights. He's had a fuckload of fights, dude. But... Started super young, and to, to get all the way through now, and now he's a goddamn champion, and he knocked him fucking cold. Wild shit. Wild shit. So shout out to Charles Oliveira. Love that. Um, do you have that yeah, delayed it knockout?
7: Barbosa oh. oh.
0: Barboza can kick like a motherfucker. move <laughs> Dude, his foot's bleeding from kicking this guy. Yuck. is actually a fucking weapon. we're going to see it. Beautiful yes. inside. Nice jab and nice head movement there from Edson. Be more busy ah. with the left. Oh. Good
7: right hand by Barbosa. Oh. Oh. It's
0: 1872. He hits him. Oh. Oh. I've
5: never seen that.
8: Watch Boy. his eyes, watch his eyes, dude. Watch what he looks at him. He's like, wait. He realizes that. Wait, look at his eyes. Look at his eyes. See that? His it's, eyes are just kind of gold. He's out.
7: Yeah, he's done. I mean, this is crazy. Look, his body just gave out. The poker, Wow, the dude, poker, that's you know, cr- wow.
0: that's fucking spooky. That's said, yeah, ain't gonna- yeah, take it. Um, I've never seen that. No, and I, I think even Dana was saying in the post fight press conference, he's like, oh, I thought something bad happened, like, because that's such a delayed uh knockout. Jesus Christ. Anyway, pretty yeah. hectic. Very hectic. Um. <laughs> I think that was it. That was Biff's. Do we uh, do we move on now to some dribbles? I think we dribble, for sure. Let's do it, bros.
7: G'day, Tom, Eddie, Punners Dribblers. It's a new podcast listener here. Um, I'll go by late in the post-dribbler because uh it's quite late because I wrote this on Sunday and ringing up on Tuesday. All right, here it goes. <clears> Sunday, I'll be in HD Live. Mammy Brookie looking tight. Tommy's got his cock out. The boys are jumping on. Dilly putting her on chest. Oh my god. On chest. And when he gets the chance,
3: he is the
7: dancing star. Young and hot with the giant (laughs) heart. dancing star. Engineered by Roger Fabrio. Yeah, he can run fucking fast and leave warriors in the dust. Ooh, see that club getting pumped by the seagull. Ah, fucking manly. Right you soon
1: boys hope you enjoyed it loved it <laughs> loved it
0: <laughs> loved it weird start really really strong finish fuck it that mate that was that was brilliant he's got a the voice of an angel i think we saved that one dave into the uh, the halls of fame that was lovely i really enjoyed that yeah i thought that was terrific yeah hit the right notes right tempo dude It's like
1: <laughs> like the oh, voice yeah. you know no no, voice no,
0: no, th- no no his voice control was <laughs> impeccable <laughs> it was impeccable all right let's move on good stuff shout out to that guy
4: G'day Tom, Eddie, D or Dave. P's and D's. The straight dribbler here. Um, I was listening to the potty this morning, walking my beautiful dog, Golden Retriever, around Milton, um, listening to your dog story about dogs off lead. And lo and behold, what comes running at me? A, a groodle that's got away from its owner. Carrying on. And uh, guess who comes up to retrieve the groodle? Darren Lockyer. Great footy player. Shit choice and dog, Darren. See you soon. Bye.
0: Little surprised to hear that Darren doesn't have control of his pooch. You know what? Darren had such control of the footy that I, I imagine that. It wouldn't surprise me that he has little control of everything else in his life. Do you reckon? Well, not as good a control.
1: I sort of thought that because he could control the steed in which historically
0: hard to wrangle, yeah. he could just about wrangle anything. Maybe. Look, I mean, also,
2: uh, Grudel, is that what you have, Dave? Yeah.
0: Now, is the Grudel hard to control? The
2: Grudel can be notoriously... I mean, control's a strong word. Hard to train, hard to be very obedient, but always a friendly dog, just wants to go up and say g'day to everyone. That's yeah. probably what it was yeah. doing. An you know? energetic and it, it animal. It saw some golden retrievers and the dude walking his dogs, which is like a half-brother. Yeah, so it was like, oh, let me go say g'day.
0: I will say that we did have a lot of people reaching out to us after the uh, the pooch chat last week. Now, I didn't think we were shitting on the groodle as such. Cavoodle. We, cavoodle sh- we sh- shat on the
6: Cavoodle. We shat
0: on the Cavoodle. Uh, but we also had a Cavoodle literally inboxes. Now, I don't know whether it was the Cavoodle's owner or whether it was literally the dog, but that was a bizarre Look, fucking Look, it, it, re- it read as though it was the dog. Yeah, saying, my daddy's angry at you for for, talk, for bagging out me basically. Yeah, I'm gonna bite your ankles in the park. Yeah. Now I, I'm not. I'm not completely across the psyche of the the, the man or woman specifically in this case the man who messages on behalf of their dog, who's like DMing. You know, my daddy thinks you're being mean. I was like, this is, this is as weird as it gets, isn't it? <laughs> well, look what look what we've built. Yeah.
1: Got dogs inboxing us now. First dog. I but I will give I will give the owner the benefit
0: of the doubt. It may have been the dog. Well it could have been. I trained Louie to open the fridge and eat cakes, so you never know You never know what a dog can do. Never say never. As Justin Bieber said, I think we move on though. Yeah. Is that is that the is that the
1: that's the second dribble, isn't it? Yeah. I was gonna say we're still on the first one, aren't we? No, no, that was the second. And then I wig myself second. out. Yeah. I don't even know what that dribble was about. Darren Lockyer playing with oh, the dog. That's right, yeah. See, comes in one ear, it's out the other. Yep. It's gone. Yep, it's gone completely. Yep.
7: So, I'm Eddie, your Bs and Ds, transformer dribbler here. Uh, just listening to you boys dribble all over the blokes' podcast. And I know you love dribbling all over the blokes. Correct. Uh, about the Tedesco turbo situation for Blues, And it's got me thinking. Uh, who are the best players, or some of the best? Performances by blokes playing at their preferred position. Now, one GI of Warrington Wolves fame comes to mind, who tell you blokes up for a uh, eight years in a row. And obviously, Turbo, Game 2, 2019. But yeah, uh, let us know if you know anyone. So yeah, cheers, boys. Love, buddy. Love you. See you soon. And GI Man of Steel soon.
6: Well, that's cheers.
0: nice. He loves us. Was he saying what are the best performances in a position? Players out of position. So, I mean, Jamie Lyon, 2008 grand final, playing 5-8 for Manly when he's a centre. I mean, I don't know. That's one of the great performances. Joey
2: Johns often played hooker for New South Wales. Mm. G.I. Played the whole GI played the whole 2007 season with us and won the grand final at 5-8. 5-8. Did yeah. he even win Clive Church at 5-8? I think he might he have. He might have. Yeah. GI played 5-8. I mm. mean... Nico Hines yesterday played 5-8. He came, he's a half now. coming up. So he, he? Yeah, so he played manly in the Jerome Hughes was a fullback originally. So was Gareth Widdop. Yeah, and then, yeah, and, then and then yeah. fucking Craig's just
0: turned him into. Mm. I reckon the Jerome Hughes one with Craig might be the greatest fucking turn. Like he was, he
2: played one game for Cowboys and for Titans. Like, yeah. you're getting you're getting punted by those two beaters. Yeah. Someone was saying like. It, that doesn't happen with halves. Like, with halves, you're hot when you're young. And, like, the first team you're at, you're hot, and then you kind of fade. But yeah. Hughes is kind of, like, the opposite. He's, he's just come into his own. Yeah. And now he's, like, one of the best in the comp, right?
0: Mm. Um, yeah, I don't know. GI is a pretty good, hard one to argue with. You could say Lockyer. He was a fucking fullback, mm. best fullback in the world, then moves yeah. into
2: 5'8 and becomes best 5'8 in the world. Luke Lewis jumped around a lot.
0: Luke Lewis, he was, a, he was, a, he was an Australian winger.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, and then became an Australian back rower. Mm-hmm. Greg Bird always used to play 5-8 for New South Wales mm. and get Man of the Matches. Dave Taylor would even, like, jump around, wouldn't he? Dave Taylor could do whatever the yeah. fuck he wanted when he cared. Um, I'm sure there's a shitload we're missing, though, bro, you know? We'll go with Greg, though. Yeah. Mm. Which Greg is the one he, that he said, yeah, so... Yeah, Well, we'll go with that. Yeah, you put us on the spot here. Despite the fact we do have an encyclopedic knowledge of everything. We're not prepared to share it. We're human encyclopedias.
9: Tom. Eddie, punters, dribblers, Dior. uh, It's a big fuckhead dribbler here. Uh, I'd be pretty shocked if you remembered, but a few months back I left a dribble about how I got fucking wiped out at Bronte Beach and got washed up on the rocks. Uh, So it's been a few months, and this morning I had a weird voicemail that I checked only for it to be Harry from Bondi Rescue letting me know he's found my wallet. So this was a few months ago and I'm only calling because on that day I called you boys telling you that fucking story and now the wallet's turned up so I thought I'd ask the question to you boys what is something that you've lost completely written off only for the universe to send it back to you in a strange or extraordinary circumstance cheers boys See you soon
0: it's a good question so he was washed up onto the rocks fully clothed with his wallet and shit? Like, I don't remember that. I don't either, but we're like... Were sw- play it? we uh We must have, because I don't... Yeah. But... Were you swimming in your jeans, bro? <laughs> like, what's... How does that happen? Did your wallet get washed up to shore? Or has he fallen asleep on the rocks and the tides come in and he's... Washed him off. Washed him off. And then taken the wallet. And, and then then taken the back. wallet and then brought it back. Um, listen... What's the strangest way someone something's gone missing and come back? Melissa Caddick's foot. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, we're the greatest. I suspect. think he was talking about you. So oh, me personally, about. sorry. Um, I thought when we were all looking for Melissa Caddick's foot, we we're like, "Fuck, we'll never find it." Then we're like, "Whoa, it's turned up." <sighs> we did find it. Um, I don't know exactly. Um, I had my brother had a little like Nokia fucking something back in the day where they were like the cool fucking, you know. And it went missing, just like no idea, couldn't have, like, how the hell did this thing go missing? Mm. And then, uh, like, years later, when we were moving house, we found it just, like, lodged down the side of the couch. And it was like we checked there. We checked there a million times. But our little baby cousin, like, with her small-ass hands jammed it nice and deep in there, obviously. But, like, I mean, it it went missing, but it was always with us. So I don't know. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, I, I like that. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm racking my brain. I'm sure there's shit that, uh, nothing that's coming to.
2: Well, it's hard on the spot. You got anything, D? Lost a few vapes at parties and <laughs> oh <laughs> at, oh at the God. end of the night, like someone like you've spoken to once is like, oh, is this your vape? That's not one? what we're talking about. The oh, the You've thing. written it off. You lose a vape on a night <laughs> out. You're like, that's gone. <laughs> it's missing for like three hours. Dude. Yeah, you accept that. You could have put that man.
0: in the wrong pocket. There's no have.
1: better feeling and it happens less and less now because, you know, I don't carry nearly as much cash as I once did. But finding a 20 or a 50.
0: Oh, yeah. Finding cash is nice.
1: In like a jacket, you know, in a suit jacket or something that you rarely wear. Like, when I was
0: man. moving house uh, from Bondi to Bellevue Hill, I found a fucking bunch of weed
2: in my bedside drawer. And I was like, what? It was just there. Like it had been sitting there the whole time. I was like, "Oof. Okay. In the drawer. Yeah. That's a good feeling, actually. When we went to, we took a train from Amsterdam to Berlin and we thought we would play it really safe and not take any weed. And then when we got to Berlin, I opened my bag and there was like five grams at the bottom. So I was like, yes. Can I tell you a story? And I won't name names here, but I have a friend who was
0: in South America. Now, as you know, South America, home of the Red Bull. Um,
1: yeah, people think it was started in, you know, fucking Switzerland or whatever. No,
0: no, no, no. Red Bull. Started in South America.
2: Red Bulls are native to South America. To South America. That's right. The
0: Red Bull plant. Yes. Native to the area. Yes. And uh, they were flying home. And uh, obviously, you don't want to be trying to take Red Bull with you internationally or anywhere. Not across the border, Tom. Because it's illegal and you shouldn't do it. And especially leaving South America, where prisons and all that sort of shit, it's all very fucking scat over there. Anyway, they get on the flight, they land in Australia, they're at the airport, they're walking through, and then they are literally got their bags and shit. And then they're like, oh, one of them's like, oh, madam, you know the bathroom before we go and get a taxi, sticks his hand in his pocket, and there's a Red Bull in there, in his pocket. He's gone the whole way. And what do you do with it? I assume he just threw it in the bin. But that was, I was like, Jesus Christ, dude, that is... That's, that's fucking hairy. And crew. that 100% wasn't me. I'm not, I've never been to South America, but just so we can clear that up, I wasn't being, like, cute about the story, but I was just like, that is the gnarliest fucking thing I've ever heard. That's gnarly. That's Let's th- move on. <laughs> so I'm Eddie,
10: birthday boy, and days. <laughs> Birthday uh, boy. Really, well, yeah. just oh, keep
5: real real the real birthday boy? Um,
10: real quick, just, uh. I've left a couple of dribbles in the past, but I feel like they've been too long because I get very passionate when I talk. So I'm going to try and keep this one brief. Um, Kicking to tea dribbler, I I know that dating apps can sometimes seem, well, or to me, I think it's shit because you kind of think, oh, there's no romance anymore. You, my friend, have crossed the threshold. You have broken those fucking chains and you have made online dating romantic again. Now... Stephen Dribbler has completely, I don't know if she's called a bluff, but she's called a raise and hit back with a poem that was uh, equally good to yours, I will say. So, do your God-given right as a man on a dating app and reply to her within two minutes of her sending a message. And then coming out as desperate, only to have her stop messaging you, and then you keep messaging her until she blocks you, and then you add her on a different platform and say, what did I do wrong? Uh-huh. And then she blocks you on that. And you see her in person. And it's really awkward, because you work at JB Hi-Fi, and she comes in to get a TV, and she pretends she doesn't know you, but then you actually realise you know her. Um, hypothetically. So, message her back, and keep everyone happy. Be as soon. Kick and dribbler Dribbler, four life, live the marriage. I
0: feel like he was talking about himself. It Might have been. Might have been a little bit of uh, himself in that story. I will say this though Kicking T Dribbler, where are you, dude? You can't call him with that poem. Then the Steed and Dribblet comes back and she's like, yo, I responded. And then nothing. We haven't heard a fucking peep from him. Like, that's some serious bitch shit.
1: I'm disappointed. I'm disappointed. I'm
0: disappointed. But KTD is better than that He usually makes me laugh I'm usually really into his
1: content I think he seems like a terrific bloke I don't, yep. I don't, I've never met him personally But, I feel but like
0: he's, a famous, he's a famous dribbler right Within the community That's He's right. a famous dribbler well, I feel
1: like I know him very well yeah. And to say that I'm shocked Would be an understatement I'm, I'm shocked beyond belief I'm disappointed Thought he was better than that yeah. The kicking T dribblet Sounded
0: 10 out of 10 to me yep. I don't know what the fuck he's doing act do something i tell you what whenever we do like a live show or like a lunch i think which i like a lunch and a live show it'd be so great to like at some point have like famous dribblers stand up in the room at some point and just have everyone sort of like pay their respects like like, king t dribbler please stand neil southern over cashroom, please jump up there well
1: you could do you do a segment where like you know you went through their best work (laughs)
0: Yeah, with them. Yeah, that's true. Get them up there. Imagine
2: doing a big, a big reveal of Sleep Dribbler,
0: dude. Sleep Dribbler, Kendrick. You know some of Kendrick's fucking classic columns. Yeah, Kendrick stands up and everyone throws shit <laughs> <you> at him. <laughs> Poor old Kendo. Uh, Kendo, would fucking mate. We'd make him. You gotta respect Kendo. No, you would love that. You'd have to. Um, but it would be like like the darts. The Jelly Shot Kid. Yeah, you know, yeah. baggy green. You're eleven. Yeah, the eleven up. there. Everyone. The eleven. Everyone pays their respect. The eleven. <laughs> yeah, and they 11 get up, and walk walk up on stage. stage. Walk up on stage. Yeah. <laughs> fucking get a team photo. <laughs> Yeah, we'll look into that. That'd be sick. Uh, let's move on. Did we was there anything else? Did I miss something there? No. No, it was King T Dribbler being a pussy. Rip in, bro. Come on. We're just talking about the Boy, live show. Yeah, that's right. That might happen. It's definitely gonna happen at some point. We will do it. The long Boy. lunch. Sorry, Dave. <laughs> <Yes>. It's <laughs> like on. it's like a day at the darts. He, everyone gets fucked up. Yeah, everyone gets fucked. We yeah. do a long lunch.
1: Like, and then not, we get up, we have like a yarn. Stadium show. It's like a...
0: No, we get up, we have a yarn. It's and like then an RSL. Intermittently, we just do a couple of things throughout the day. Mm-hmm. The fucking ponies are on. The ponies are on. We get Michael all, Pride up there. We yeah, do a bit of a punting yarn. The ponies are on. Yeah. And we're
1: all on the same thing. Yeah. Everyone in the room has to be on, it the, same to be on
0: the same thing. Has to be on the same thing. And we all whip it home. Yeah.
1: That'd be hilarious. Dude,
0: that'd actually be funny every race. We all decide as a race like what we're on. But just
1: just like someone comes up there ass,
0: to fucking... Puts their tip on for this race. That's actually a fun idea where it's like you get someone like whoever it is and no, it's but like someone studies you pick someone for each race and they study the form and they go this and is they the one come we're up on. and they explain their tip yeah. and why we're on it and then we're all on it and yeah. then everyone's just whipping this thing yeah. out. yeah and if you lose then you get you well get i mean you just get roasted by the entire room yeah. right but if you get up it's more about if you get up you're king then you're a god yeah dude that's actually a fucking funny idea I and know you've got it's. a whole room full of dribblers just going psycho for every race yes
1: yeah, but you'd only do one card. You'd do, like, a Sydney or Yeah, like
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not doing Every other race, you do it your own fucking yeah. Because then you've got
1: 40 minutes in between for dribbling. For yeah, your exactly, own. exactly. And for, like, fucking have lunch, chill out. Correct, correct. You don't want literally... It's screaming.
0: not It's not talking the whole time. No, no, no. And it's not screaming at the races the whole time. Right? <laughs> no, it's not a race day. That could be a separate idea.
1: Yeah,
2: that's a separate thing. Uh, let's move on.
7: Boys, undy Dribble here. Watching the Manly game. We've just seen some spectacular brotherly love there. Tommy to Jake to score. It was something special. It was really beautiful and I'm touched. I really am. And just uh, a side note, I think you boys would come around to living with me, give up the undies, come live with us. That's all I'm saying. Be
0: <laughs> Yeah, look, thanks, Undie Dribbler. Uh, um, look it, it, to say you're convincing would be an understatement <laughs> yeah, or an overstatement well well yeah. you think he's convinced you <laughs> I mean listen I've just I got back from holidays uh, a week or so ago now and the the post ocean swim no undie thing is getting less and less of an enjoy like you've got to basically sun dry before you start moving. And if you you know what I mean? That was what I realized. Usually what I, the fuck are you talking I, about? So like when I swim in boardies, I don't wear budgies or anything. I don't wear undies. I just wear boardies, you. right? Yep. And then usually you'll lay on the beach till you dry. Then you go about your day, right? And that's the nice thing of having free balling on holidays. Mm. But I, my new lifestyle is I can't sit on a beach all day because I have a child who either needs to shit, eat, sleep fucking whatever so it's dip in the ocean have a bit of a swim get back out and then you're almost on the move again and so then i'm walking around the streets of noosa with like damp legs dick balls bodies, and no undies in that situation is a recipe for a swampy fucking nightmare in my pants you know what you can do you
1: wear the smugglers underneath your boardies then you go for a swim you take the boardies off Going with the smugglers, come out towel around the waist. Smugglers off, boardies on. Boardies are dry. Ah, not mad at that, Edward. And like you know, if you're on holidays, you care less. About everything. About everything. So yeah, I'll get in for a quick dip in the smuggler. Yeah, not a problem.
0: Not a problem. Easy Walking artist.
1: around in wet boardies, and no, they don't dry. Not not unless it's forty degrees, they don't dry properly. No,
0: not to not to a standard that your dick and balls expect. That's exactly.
1: And they and you know you have coached them into expecting complete dryness. Yeah, I mean you've conditioned them really. Yep. Now. That's 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 a card I like to play from time to time. It's one that's worked for me in the past. It's yeah. worked quite well.
0: Yeah, that's not bad. That's not bad. I am also a little bit self-conscious of how disgusting I look in budgie smugglers.
1: That's why I'm saying. If you're at new, like you know what you're I mean? You're on
0: holidays. It's a bit different. I'm not walking down fucking the no. main street of Sydney. No. But I am aware that... But you're in and out. I'm aware that I'm not a feast for the eyes. <laughs> <laughs> but you are to some people. True. To Steph, mainly because I've conditioned her. <laughs>
1: <laughs> By putting you on weight slowly over Slowly time.
0: Over here, So she hasn't noticed the drastic change until you look at a photo of me in my fucking 20s, early 20s.
1: Yeah, you were a dish.
0: <laughs> now I'm like a full meal. <laughs> now I'm a five, 12 course dinner station. right, oh, let's move on.
1: Now you're a Bane Marie. Now
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm a fucking buffet.
1: <laughs>
7: Uh.
8: Right, so, to be honest, it's a sad Broncos dribble here. Burma, you obviously have seen the Broncos coaches' shirts. in reckon Queenslanders have shit fashion? Fuck off. No, anyway, Vinci's listeners would be aware that you have been known to wear red jeans to a work site, maybe on your first day. Mm. So, they got me thinking, what would you wear to your first day of a labour job? I know, Burma, you're self-employed now. You're a big, big shot now. Anyway... Would you go the steel caps first up, steel cap boots? I reckon, Tom, you'd maybe go some Vans, maybe some chinos in classic Paddington style. Eddie, oh, fucking hell, fake paddo, man. He'd wear a scarf. Or I reckon, Eddie, you'd probably come up with the classic Ralph Lauren crown neck. Anyway, let us know what you boys who support the team from the Peninsula, but uh both not from the Peninsula. Eddie's from Dubbo, so he should go for the Bulldogs potentially. <laughs> and Tom's from Bell, so How the fuck just, do you just, arrive
1: there?
8: <laughs> mate? Um, who the fuck knows who you should go for? What would you wear for the first day on the tools? Anyway, Queensland holds the shield. Anyway, eight straight. Fake Manly fans never.
0: Cheers, boys. Yeah, okay, okay. Uh, so, I mean, thanks for dribbling first, first day on the tools, where? Well, I mean, first day on the tools, I've already told you what I wore and it was embarrassing but this was back when I was a labourer and I didn't know like I wasn't a good labourer I no. wasn't part of the labouring fraternity this no. was daddy needs money and has to do work so yeah I mean, and you wore new boots and you well wore no well, so, well that was the that was the start of 2020 pandemic times but the first time I was also doing some landscape gardening and you wore your red jeans I wore red jeans a blue button up shirt and I think some fucking uh, like some vans or something like that I fucking love that story so much and it was like a 40 degree day in Sydney and they were all like what are you wearing I was like listen, dude, that Steph also dropped me off at the site and packed my lunch. And I was like, just park down the street because I feel like such a beater.
1: That bloke was all over the place. Yeah, he was, he was like, you're from Dubbo, but all of a sudden I'm now wearing a turtleneck.
0: Yeah, and that you go for the Bulldog. Yeah, look, that goes... Do running. you know
1: what I mean? Yeah. Like, well, hang on, if I'm going for the doggies, I'm not wearing a fucking turtleneck and no, a fucking you're scarf. You're wearing a Bintang singlet.
0: Actually, not but even But then also, no, I'm from Dubbo,
1: so I shouldn't be going for Manly, but yet I'm from Paddington. I'm all at sea. All
0: at sea for that man. And also, he's going, Tom, I know what you wore to your first day at the job, but I'm going to ask you the same question for the answer that you've already given. <laughs> so that was confusing, but... I don't think we'll go back into it entirely, but if you want to go back and listen to the back catalogue like you haven't already, Punished Dribblers. There's a great story there's a great one yarn that needs there. to be told. Yeah. I've again. got a couple I got a couple of labouring yarns in me.
1: There's two. There's two absolute rippers that need to be re listened to. Go back.
0: Let's oh, we don't on. know where they are. No, nah, they're there. You'll have to start at the start and go. One's at the start of twenty twenty, because that was when I was teaching myself to jackhammer on site. Was that the end of 2019? No, it was the start of 2020. I remember it because it was fucking... That's when I was doing it. Okay. Got made redundant. Started laboring. Didn't know how to jackhammer. Said I could. Got on the job site. They asked me to jackhammer. How long did you labor for? Uh, a couple of months. A couple of months? Yeah, it was January through to April. But it wasn't every day. Like, I was... Laboring is not that fucking... Like, You're living on the smell of an oily rag, but labouring pays all right if you just go, fuck, you can do four days a week, three days a week. Or you do five days and then a couple of days a week after and then another, you know. Mm -hmm. But yeah, that was good. I also had a redundancy payout, which was not bad from the old Macquarie radio. Uh, So I made that work and then started selling sanitizer. Thanks. was really asking for the last story. There yeah. you go. There you go. That we was, got it. You got it there. We got it. You got um, it. <laughs> Let's move on. <laughs>
7: We went to Brisbane, t'was a magic round, to play the Broncos, searching for certain plus, thinking of Dan and Camp. I do not give a fuck, cause I'm not really fussed, it's for Roger Fabre. A Ruby, 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 Gary. Yeah. Yeah. A Jason, 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 ah. A Cherry, 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 Evan. Ah. A manly, 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 third in
5: class.
7: Ah, yes, boy. Tom Eddie Dior, manly third in class. Uh, bye bye.
1: Did we ask for songs last week? No, we didn't. We didn't. No, 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 we didn't. Just manly fucking. Because I, I was singing halfway through that. We must
0: ask for songs. No, we didn't ask for songs. Because we're like, we had like fucking two songs in five dribbles. Yeah, I think it's more to do with the fact that when manly are humming like they are, that the manly fan, you know, just on a cloud, just feels like creating and, you know, music, one of the best sort of ways to express one's emotions. Yeah. Uh, so, you know. I mean, look, I've got no issues with people wanting to express themselves through song. Dave, you get it. You're a, you're a songsmith. I get
2: it. You're a songsmith. You it's like a good song. Music. Quite a niche as well, but I like it. I liked it. Who
0: was the music that he like, was? Make that like that was Ruby by the Kaiser Chiefs. There you go. Ruby, Ruby, Ruby. Don't know it. I also just You don't know that song. No, the Kaiser Chiefs. You've Never heard that. Never
2: heard it. There were. I think they were a bit of a one hit wonder. They.
0: The, I, just, I know the name, the Kaiser Chiefs, but that almost annoyed me. I hated the name. I'm a very, I, I can be a book by the cover sort of operator. Well,
2: the Kaiser Chiefs are also a football club, I think, from South Africa.
0: Right. Okay. Um, sweet. Sure. Yeah. Let's move
1: on. It's a
2: fun fact for everyone there. Didn't hate that song, mate. It wasn't as good as the first one, though. <laughs> Sorry. But it was good. Intro was a bit long. Yeah. Oh, fuck. What? Just really, just, I've got a fucking, don't worry. Nothing,
0: nothing bad. Well, not ideal.
3: Tom, Eddie, Dior, it's the uh, Broncos suck dribbler. Um, you know, I'll just come up. I just wanted to say Vladdy's ball, fucking piece of shit game. Sorry, fucking, the Broncos are the biggest betas ever. The Knights fucking suck. Vladdy's is the best thing that happens in rugby league. Source uh, boys, pretty sure you're on the same page. Uh, Dior, side note, check your DMs, bruh.
0: Okay, never. Uh look, we've talked about Vladdy's ball already, but Dior, check your DMs, bro. Mm. Will do. Do you not check the DMs of uh, Dior Dave? That's mm, the way people not, get in contact not with not always. So how do <laughs> to people get lazy. in touch?
2: Yeah. What, what if you get You might be getting dick pics, mate. That's true. I could. Maybe I should start. Potential content it. in there, bro. Yeah. Mm. Shh, 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 shh. Let's move
0: on. Be better. Gonna be better.
4: Hey boys, it's the uh Boo Goober. Been a since I've had a chat to you boys, but it's good to be back. Um, just want to say I would left the dribble oh, a few weeks ago. It was that weekend, the long weekend. We didn't, when you didn't play all the dribbles. So, um, anyway, I thought I'd repeat what I had to say that time. Um, I was driving along the fucking M1 up north, and this is when manly the goats were having a bit of a tough time. You know, they were losing a few games on the trot. And I saw this bloke driving along with Manly number plates. And I was like, that is fucking courageous. Like, it's good to see you, mate. And I fucking drove up beside him and gave him a fucking wave. And he just, he knew that we were both fucking Manly fans. And it was just, you know, when 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 they're on the losing trot and you're running around with Manly number plates, it's fucking beautiful to see. Anyway, now the boys are going well, so he'd be laughing. Right, I'll speak to you soon, boys. Right.
1: I like that. Yeah, it was beautiful
0: in its simplicity. Yeah, support your club no matter what. <laughs> Saw a bloke with with manly number plates. And well, stuff he, was, he was he was manly in the bad times. You rep manly in the good times. You rep your team at all times. I like that. I actually did.
11: Hey, boys, it's the crispy M M dribbler here. I'm not sure if this has uh, been broached before on the uh, on the podcast before from a dribbler, but I'd like to know because it's, it's quite obvious that Eddie's from Dubbo because he doesn't fucking stop talking about that. Tommy's from somewhere fucking Chrissy. Oh. <laughs> Why the fuck do you guys both follow Manly? And can we have some context behind that? Because it sounds like both of you have no association with Manly whatsoever from your backgrounds, And you fucking love Manly like nothing. And it just seems like it's, it's, it's backed purely on the fact that they were good once upon a time and mm. that's beta as fuck. Mm. So if you can give us some mm. context on that, that'd be fantastic. Yep. Uh, fucking normal M&Ms, never crispy M&Ms forever.
0: Yeah. This guy sounds like a crispy M&M guy in the face of, uh, peanut M&Ms existing and he's choosing crispy. Clearly a sick fuck. Uh, well, let me lay some fucking facts on your crispy M&M dribbler. You dumb fuck. Uh, My old man, born and bred in D.Y., heartland of fucking Manly Seagull territory. His sister still lives in the family home. And uh, a stone's throw from the famous Brookvale ground. I was uh, reared on Manly Seagull's rhetoric, was a Jeff Tuvey in the backyard sort of operator, had a Manly jersey before I could fucking walk. And... As we may have just mentioned in the previous uh, Gentleman's Dribble, supported Manly in the good times and the bad. I will note that this dumb fucking dead shit, Crispy Eminem piece of shit didn't mention what team he went for. Sounds like it might have been a Dragons supporter or a Tigers. Had DMC vibes. Because the Crispy Eminem, almost the DMC of the Eminem world. Is it the normal one? Is it the peanut? No, it's some weird fucking hybrid that no one cares about. The Crispy
1: um, was a flash in the pan. It was a flash in
0: the pan. Let's be honest. The Crispy was a flash in the pan. Look,
1: thank you for pointing at him from Dubbo. Mm. Um, you got that right. You did. Don't know if you realise, bro, there isn't a team out there. No, there's not. Um, which is unfortunate. Now, the closest teams to us are all in Sydney and there's a fuckload of them. Mm. I don't know if you realise that either. But when I was growing up, Kid I grew up with, James Stimson, his dad used to, Paul Stimson, my fucking soccer coach, he used to be a big fan of Manly, fucking a ma- massive fan. He went for him. And when, you, when your mate goes for him, sometimes you just go for him too. Well, you know especially I mean? when you're like an eight-year-old in you know regional New South in Wales. In regional New South Wales with no one to turn to. So you just go, fuck it, I'll go for Manly. Well, you've got to pick not? someone. My, also, my man also, when he moved out from Dubbo, he lived in D.Y., lived in Freshwater for many years and then moved out to Dubbo. So, you What know more what? do you want from
0: an origin story, you little fucking DMC gimp? With the greatest respect, obviously. We do appreciate you fucking yeah. with the podcast and, and calling in for a dribble, no, but you're calling us out, mm. calling us beta as fuck. You eat crispy M&M's, dude. That's as beta as it gets. And you go for the fucking a DMC, probably. Mm. I also live very close to Brookville now. Well, close enough. Well, now you do. That's I mean, my local well, you're not, ground. Yeah, exactly. There's no bears, thank God. No bears. Uh, so, yeah. Hope we've answered the question, bro. I think we, we might have put that one to bed. Is that <laughs> all right? Is that one good enough for you? Does that work? We manly enough for you, brah? I tell you what, supporting a fucking team through the good and the bad makes the good oh so good. You wouldn't know that because you've got four teams at your club or whatever it is when well, you are
1: apparently are not allowed a team if you're fucking...
0: Yeah, if you don't... From you're the l- country, and allowed to follow regular. Yeah, like you're what leading. are you, fucking Anti-country? You can only watch one game a year, and that's city. That's coast city Curse country. country, which you can't watch How anymore. How fucking that. dare you? What bro? about this elitist piece of shit? Oh, what? You are not from the city, No, you can't support a team. Oh, what? You are too good for the fucking country, where the backbone of the cu- the backbone of the nation, bruh, the food bowl of the here, planet, bro. Bush footy is the backbone of the fucking competition. It's the backbone of the sport. Yeah. Sorry, does he just have to go for a Group Ten side? You fucking ignorant piece of shit. What an ignorant asshole. And crispy M and Ms. I mean, I just can't get past that. What a fuckwit. What a fuckwit. One, one, one of the great fuckwits of all time. The crispy Eminem dribbler. I'm glad he gave himself a name so we'll remember that one. Beat it, mate! Alright,
2: next one's a double. <laughs>
7: <laughs> Hello, Mr. Tom. Hello, Mr. Eddie. Hello, Dijon Mustard Dave. How are you going? It's Dirk the Dribbler here. Just wondering, uh, what's your favourite flavoured vape? Mia's sucking on the end of a grape. met Brado, friend of the show, Brado, Is he sucking on lychee ice? He's got fucking... He's a big fan of it, apparently. Um, here are the Caxton, Karen on. Also, I want to know, what's your thoughts about these new rules? not a fan. Too many yellow cards this round. Way too many. Well, we don't need Disney to know here. about the rules. We're just talking That's vapes. We've already given an
1: opinion on the rules. Call it. Um, I quite like cherry. I quite like um, strawberry banana. Grape,
0: I don't mind. I find it can get a little bit overwhelming. What about Dave? You're king of the vape here. You're the man I
2: turn to for vape based questions. Yeah, I'm usually a grape operator. Got a grape at the moment. Oh, grape you do. or mango? I tend mango i don't think i've mango. ever had mango and are you finding your lungs are
0: like fucking feeling the effects of a vape or is it because you smoke a lot of cones as well it's sort of like who knows the chicken or the <laughs> yeah. egg
2: yeah it's a bit of chicken and egg and it's also like i'm un- i would have been unfit even if i didn't vape that much so like yeah whenever right. i do sport i'm like well i'm tired but i like you've always been tired do i really want to be doing exercise every day just to not be tired when i play touch footy like once a week not really um, that's early 20s he's also provider, he's, though, he's, I respect yeah, but he, no, it. Because once you're 30, you're fucking like, no, oh, I'd kill to be fit. But that's it. He's young
1: 20s, do yep. you know what I mean? And his lungs are, are new and they're fresh-ish. Yep. Mm. And he's now putting them through the ringer. Yeah. But, like, they're still sweet. Yeah, it's not you're to our age and you're coughing up, you know, half a lung in the in the shower.
2: And I haven't coughed that this week. You, start to you think, haven't coughed once yeah, this week. Gone. Dude, the cough is gone.
0: It was fucking a couple of weeks, though, where it sounded like you were dying.
1: Yeah. But before that, you need to make... You know, you don't really make need to make measured decisions. At our age you do. You do. Which is, involves quitting the vape. Quitting the vape.
0: I went to the doctor. Which I've a done years a pretty ago. good job at, sort of, except for when I'm on the piss. I've done a good job when I'm I, I went you guys, both of you, shame on both of you, got me fucking vaping like a like I haven't smoked a cigarette in like almost three years. And, shame on me. Well, because you guys were just like throwing vapes at me, like have a vape, you pussy and I was like, Oh, okay, I'm peer pressured into you you know, like which, you know, maybe that's a mark on me. But I got into the vaping and I was buying them fucking every time I left the house and I had them, I was vaping on the couch at home and Steph was like, you can't be vaping on the couch at home. This is not on. And I started to feel like, feel it in my chest after a night. You're like, <laughs> you feel that fucking, you know, basically how Dave sounded. Um, but then, like you know, I like to now just do it when I'm around you drinking or something, and then I, can, oh, yeah, I'll just have a couple of puffs as opposed to me going and buying them. Like I was making, you started to point out where they were around the city, like so I started to know like where the vapes were sold, and I was. I, going
1: it's to those not. It wasn't me pointing them out. It was you asking where they. No, dude, them.
0: you knew. Fucking me pointing them out like we're on a fucking. You, store had like, bar. you had like a map. You were like that place sells vapes. That place sells vapes. That one in Double Bay doesn't sell them anymore.
1: I heard that. Mm. I was told that. But there's. Where yeah. they're everywhere.
0: So. I know, but I went to get that one from... Well, I will say this, and I don't know if I was talking about this with you. I think it was. The mouthpiece on a vape for me is very important. If it's an open hole... Like those QV, QV pluses. Makes you feel like you're sucking on a hose. That's mm-hmm. the worst, because it goes like straight down into your lungs. You need the thin... I think you've got the thin tip. It's like a bit of a... exactly a thin mouthpiece like a whistle almost because then it brings it in in a more controlled way as opposed to just having a full fucking lung
2: full it's more ergonomically designed for the mouth yes no one like closes their mouth in a circle that would be weird it's
0: like it'd be like drinking some people though but it'd be like drinking water like water from a bottle and putting your mouth over the whole fucking (laughs) thing like that's not how you drink (laughs) that's not how you vape (laughs) No, good point (laughs) great point good point Tom can I ask a question? Sorry. Oh, are you about to... Is it a no, double? No, Go no, Fuck the double if it's a double. Um, you said you got a bong. We were going to buy your birthday bong. Now you're saying yeah, you just got a new one. I did. So we, you don't want
2: one. No, thank you. But okay, thank well, you fuck you. Offer. What did you get? Where, what bong did you get? I got a little silicon banana looking one. Thank God I didn't. I was going to buy you one this week. Thank God I didn't. A silicon banana
0: one.
1: Yeah. How I'll big? Try, I'll try
2: find a photo.
0: Like um so it's shaped like a
2: banana no it's just got like, oh it's huge no nah, it's not that big like i don't know that's, that's pretty, pretty big, big. Dude, that's pretty big it's um i don't know what the brand is so is it see-through no it no nah, nah, it's not it's um what do you mean it's made of silicon um so it's not glass no it's not glass the the downpipe and the cone piece are, here this is the one i've got um actually I forget all these photo. terms so, it's like that.
0: Ah, uh, okay. Oh, it's like a peeled banana. Mm. And is it the yellow one? Yeah,
2: the yellow one. Although, I did used to have the green one. Okay, so you like, you know and love this brand of bong, Yeah, right? well, to be honest, I like having the silicon one because it's like less likely it's going to break and it's easier to clean. But I did used to have a better one, which was like a little... How do you clean it? I don't know. You just smash some water and soap through it. Yeah, right. Okay, so there's nothing crazy. Yeah, like, no, but it's you just ever like you ever put it can, in the dishwasher? I did once... But it didn't, like, you need some elbow grease in there. Yeah, dude, that, that gunk sticks on. Yeah, it didn't clean the bong as much as it just made the dishwasher smell. Sure. That makes sense. Yeah. Probably just soak that shit. All
0: right, mm. cool. Well, we need to go back to the drawing board for a gift for Dave. Thank God we didn't go to Bugs.com or wherever I was going. Go to Uh G'day, boys.
7: It's the uh, batter center of the shoot shield dribbler along here with the beanpole dribbler, the tank water dribbler, and I'm tired. Uh, We'd just like to congratulate Ironside on his 50th game for uh, Northern Suburbs Rugby Union Club. Uh, Tremendous achievement. And uh, I'd just like to to say congratulations. And uh, we're the dribbling, pretty much. (laughs) Congrats. Also, he did get recognised today by a fellow dribbler. Alex, Ironside, do you want to um, elaborate on that? Quick shout-out to the dribbler playing second grade for Eastwood that came up to me after playing while the shittest dad's ever played. Lungs hanging out my arse. Good PTMs from you today, brother. I'm like, P&D's yeah, good on you, mate. Good on you, Eastwood. Up the woods, 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 woods. Hey, North is where it's at. Can we a dribbler? Finish this off, brother. tank water. You've got to get on the tank water. If that Eastwood cat was on the tank water, he'd be something else. He'd be like Ironside. Fuck you, cunts. Where's your baggy green motherfuckers?
0: That is. It's a strong yeah. flex from Ironside Yeah, that is. It is a, like he gets around the dribbler community, being like, "Yeah, I'm a fucking yeah. yeah. I'm I'm of Alex Ironside fame. I'm the Alex Ironside." Um, <laughs> congrats on the 50 games to North, mate. I'm assuming none of them in the top grade. I don't think they need to be. Tom. No, absolutely not. That's that. The real dribbler is probably like a 50 game. Like he, that is the mark of a dribbler. 50 games for your club without ever playing the top grade. 100. percent He's got some shin tuts galore well, just, as well. You just, turn, you just turn
1: up every week and, you, and you're and fucking chucked out.
0: It's so much not about the footy for him. It's about no, it's getting recognised by the fucking prop from Eastwood yeah. after the game, being like, yo, second what's Second grade up? prop as well. Second grade prop. Yeah, no, it's tremendous. Love that. Shout out to Ironside. And shout out to the second grade prop. Yeah, whoever you were.
1: Woods, 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 I heard. Yeah.
7: For, uh, for the punts and the dribble. Fuck Manly. I fucking hate Manly. Mm. And the fact that you can't talk about Manly religiously burns my piss. (laughs) You're a sports podcast. Stop talking about them like religion. It's fucking embarrassing, bro. Biz, never. Fuck like in a bar. I hate you. The podcast has gone to shit. Fuck off.
0: Sound like you're a fan. (laughs) Take that as a comment. Big fan. Yeah. How dare you speak ill of the fucking bloke as well You sacrilegious son of a bitch Well man I think he's just gone through a horrible lot. I think so I think he's just had a tough fucking week in general That's alright man I mean his sentence literally is What you're a sports podcast Why do you talk about Manly Funny weird that anyway. doesn't make sense um, Let's move on You yeah, know, nah. Yeah I mean Manly are dominating We're a Manly fan <laughs> Is this I don't know Maybe he's new to the podcast Because It's not like we talk about him any more than we have we actually probably talk about him less. <laughs> That's actually true. We probably do talk about him less, which is shocking.
7: Hi, uh, Chum, Eddie, Dior, punters and dribblers. Uh, the Hammersley dribbler here. Um, just uh, thinking on the track the other day, I was at a Bucks do, reasonably buckled afterwards, and fat uh, sausage fingers hit the uh, the wrong buns and ends up uh, hitting the wrong address into Uber. So it ended up about... Uh, 30 minutes away from my house uh, with not much else on office. I had to uh, stride it out kind of thing. So I was wondering um, how far from your home have you ended up after a big night? I know a friend of mine, while I was living in London, uh, caught the uh, district line out. He lived out west. He ended up at the furthest station to the east of London and uh, then the line closed. So just wondering uh, how far from home you've ended up after a big night out. All the best. See you later.
1: Good dribble Um, Me and Els are in Hawaii once And We were staying on the North Shore And we were at fucking Turtle Bay You know Turtle Bay Never been to Hawaii But oh, right, yeah okay. I know it well Punters and dribblers have been in North Shore They know what I'm talking about Anyway there's a resort there Went there fucking on the margaritas all day Having a ball Blind Anyway I'm on bus to- This wouldn't like We didn't have a whole lot of money But I'm on bus timetable duty right mm. And I've got the number of the bus, like I've got the the route number, forgetting that they can go either direction. You know what I mean? So I fucking think I've nailed this. I'm like, <laughs> yes, 257, coming at like 11.30, whatever it is. Perfect. Um, hop on the bus, we're sitting there, and it's like probably 20 minutes in. I've started to realise that like we've been driving through a fucking field for like... 20 minutes, and I'm like, bruh, where the fuck? Like, are we going back to North Shore? He's like, no, nah, no, no, we're going the other way. I'm like, ooh, um, no, I'm, I'm gonna need to go back the other way. He's like, I'm not I'm back the other way. Like, this is a bus. I can't turn it yeah, around. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, holy fuck. I'm like, can you stop him? Like, he's like, we're in the middle of nowhere, mate. You might as well just keep going. And I'm like, all right, sure. <laughs> so we keep going for
0: like another fucking. Did you tell Ella or were you like? I'm gonna. No, no, nah, nah, like she,
1: issues. she, because she was like, we can start we get out. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, here we go. Anyway. We, he ends up dropping us off on a bus stop. And now he made out like he would be stop, like dropping us to like Saviour essentially, but it's not. It was a fucking bus stop in the middle of nowhere, like late at night, yeah. pitch black everywhere. And I'm like, is there another bus coming? He's like, yeah, mate, just wait here. It'll come. I'm like, fucking hell. We wait there for like 45 minutes. Nothing comes. Like there's scheduled to come. No buses are coming. And I'm like, Elsa, we're going to have to fucking start walking. She's <sighs> like, we're not fucking walking. I'm like, we're going to have to. Anyway, <laughs> so we start walking. I'm like, we're going to have to start like um, – Hitchhiking and she watches too much crime, so she thinks well, all hitchhikers like Malat vibes. We well, get I
0: get her thinking that, but you know, yeah, like, yeah,
1: I know, but I'm like, but we have to, though, like, we're fucked. So I'm trying to flag cars down, no one's stopping for us. I ended up, um, what's it called <laughs> oh, doing data God. roaming just because we we're like walking back, to yeah, yeah, yeah. The I think the walk back at, it was like 2 hours 50 minutes oh my something like God. that and I'm like Jesus Christ like but she goes how far and I'm like oh I couldn't get the roaming working I don't know we'll just keep fucking lugging it so I'm just like trying to Lie I'm gonna have to get this you know girl back so we just gonna have to unless someone pulls over we're walking oh my that's what God. we're doing fucking midnight anyway the bus ends up driving past the one we waited for that never came he didn't pull over because it's not a designated stop i'm like bro are you serious we're in the middle of fucking i'm talking no houses like the middle of fucking nowhere paddock vibes didn't pull over anyway we end up getting to like a shrimp which is prawns i'm pretty sure yeah it is Shrimp truck that was obviously closed on the side of the road. And, like, as we're walking past there, uh, a car like loops in. There's two young surfer guys are like, fucking, what are you cunts doing out here? I'm like, mate, we're lost as fuck. He's like, yeah, yeah, sweet. Would well, you want to need a lift? I'm like, I'll pay you fucking 100 bucks each to take back to North Shore. He's like, yeah, done. <laughs> And like hop in the tray, and I'm like, I don't know if I'm gonna hop in the tray. Can we hop in the like? Cause they had a twin cab, like, yeah. yeah, we'll hop in the back then. Why
0: would you hop in the tray?
1: That's why you. I don't know. Fucking Hawaiians, I'll hop in the tray, bro. I'm like, I'm not hopping the tray, bro. Yeah, just put us in the car, please. Dude. Yeah, yeah. Is that alright? He's
0: like, yeah, sure. And then that was my. So that was my story, dude. That is wild. Yeah, yeah. You have never heard that story before. Yeah, That's fucking psycho. Mm-hmm. I don't have anything like that. I have not. I don't know if I've ever gone. What was it, like, how far away from your fucking destination have you gone? Or well, home, I think home. Said, yeah. I was in fucking France with uh, Nude Soon and Sebo of about even producer fame and Paddy, who no one knows, fame. <laughs> uh, and I know And we had a massive fucking night uh, in Cannes. Yeah. All got separated from each other. Or I was with Bracey of the morning. Then I realized I lost my phone and I left him at a cafe. I'm like, I'm going to go back and find my phone. Couldn't find it, came back to the cafe, Bracy not there. I don't have a phone, I'm in Cannes, I don't know where we're fucking staying. So I just went and slept on the beach, then woke up hours later in the sun, disorientated and had no idea where anyone was. And so I just sat on a bench like, I'm fucked here. And I sat there for like maybe 45 to an hour and then just Bracey or Seb or someone wandered past. They were all so lost. And I was like, holy shit. <laughs> and then we found each other and then we just sort of like tried to, ma- I don't know how the fuck we got home. We found our way home though. But again, I don't think it fucking holds a candle to being lost in the goddamn paddocks of Hawaii for fucking in the middle of the night, dude. That's scary as shit. Yeah, it was pretty fucking wild. He's going to put a brave face on that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hopefully some come pulls Someone over. pulls over, and even then you still got to fucking hitchhike.
1: I hope that answers your question. Yeah, yeah, I think
0: that was a pretty... We had some pretty good responses there, your yeah, yours specifically, so. but good question.
3: Hey, boys. Um, First-time caller, long-time listener. Firstly, just want to pay my respects to St. Peter Valendis, the King of Cadence, Roger Fabree, Jason Saab, Tom Eddy, D or Dave. Just sitting with my boys, at City Backpackers, looking at the beautiful view after Magic Ground and watching all the international players out on the field tonight. I, You guys have probably already heard of me, but I actually, in 2017, played one verified RLIF international test cap for Thailand against Chile. I took one hit up off an offload for five metres. And during a set, I went to mark every single time because I was way way too gassed to get back into the defensive line. But I know the Rugby League World Cup's coming up, and I know you guys have absolutely no experience on the footy field. So if you need some correspondence or some insight into how those boys are feeling, feel free to give me a call um, at 04 International Tire Dribbler 938. (laughs) Thanks, lads.
0: Mate, talk about bloody friends in high places. Mate. Friends in Thai places. Okay,
2: that was clever. Thank you. Um, it's Thank all about, you about who so you know. Much. It's all about who you know. Look at that. We've got a fucking member of the Thai Rugby League side there. Did he say three or four years ago or something? That's you so, you yeah. I've got the team list here. Go but, through but it. I don't remember him saying his name. No, I don't think he did. Give us a go. Um, so Read some out. Matthew War Sounds very uh, Thai. Sutirak Chongkiri. Apologies for these pronunciations. Yeah, apologies, yeah. Uh, Winston Uh Vincent Aversa. Do the Warnman. I shouldn't be laughing. I was <laughs> thinking of your dad, like, saying these days. Like that. Well, he'd get cancelled these days. Um, if he would. This. Brandon Sewer, Chiang Mai, Carlin Miller, Reese Tucker, Will Scully, Scott Stapleton, Dylan Baxter, Curtis Scott Baxter.
0: Stapleton. Didn't he play in the NRL? I
2: don't Maybe. know. Maybe. That was Nathan, Stapleton. Nathan Stapleton. Yeah. Nathan yeah. Stapleton. Uh, Damien Nichols, Mickey Pannell, uh, Nathan Arnumnart, like, yeah. Sweet.
7: Yee. Yeah. Hey, know. Um, hey, this is the bloke dribbler. Original, gonna, original. What? Um, I just want to say hello to Eddie that I saw in, uh, Byron Bay. I saw him in Byron Bay with Tonk. Big fucking Tonk. That's a big boy. Uh, yeah, I just want to say, I'm a shout, Tonk, taking the fucking, taking my missus, um, what do you call it? Hairband. <laughs> Talk. Anyway, we've got we got the um, cat. anyway, <laughs> we, we, we got the Caxon we, got, dribble, we got the captain dribble here and I've just got a question for Eddie. Okay, I'm a I'm a northern Queensland boy. And I just reckon if you go past three buttons on a shirt with a miserable rig and a cap backwards to a few cowboys, that's a big day. Love you, boys. But look, I question myself sometimes when I see three buttons passed unbuttoned. Anyway, love the podcast. So the question is like, how many buttons undone is okay? Yeah, what what like, how many buttons undone would Kendrick have? I think that's what you need. (laughs) Fucking fucking shirt off that fucking club. Anyway, love the podcast. Keep it all up, rack and red forever. Manly never. love the boys. <laughs> manly thirteen plus, your days love
0: you. Well, that was nice. That was a generally nice. Yeah, job. it was.
1: Um, shout out to that dribbler. He was staying next door to us in Byron because I'm pretty sure from memory, he had a huge harvest, and the old man fucking was like, "Fuck it, we're going to Byron.
0: We're living it." And were you shirt undone, hat backwards, life?
1: Well, mate, I I wouldn't. I don't think I had a shirt on, like I because we like we were on the beach.
0: So it would have been... I mean, I initially thought... I would have had it off, bro. I initially thought he was fucking throwing shade at me because I'm certainly... I forgot that he had started off the whole thing about you being in Byron with him because I fucking... My shirt buttons are always undone. Um, it's just the way I roll and I don't mind a hat backwards. I usually have the hat forward,
1: generally speaking. Um, in terms of how many buttons I'll have undone, if I'm on the beach... Might be just one done up. I'll undo as many as I want. Yeah. But the more the merrier is mm-hmm. sort of my train of thought. Yep. Now, if I'm at a fucking if I'm at an engagement party, am I going to am I going to undo the buttons? Probably not.
0: Look, I'm a it depends I'm a, on context. It depends on context. I don't mind like when I wear a shirt, yeah. I'll have a few buttons undone. I'm not like taking the piss, but I I mean, I probably am to this guy. I would have <laughs> This guy probably thinks I'm absolutely taking the piss.
1: Well, it sounds like he is. He, should from, he said he's from North Queensland. Yeah, yeah and yeah. He, he finds it rather uncouth. Rather uncouth. That's fine. That's, that's cool. That's absolutely fine, mate. Um, if I'm wearing like a linen shirt, I've got at least three undone. Correct. I would say, and I'm I'm including the collar button as well. Collar,
0: collar. Second, one, two. I'd have, a, I'd have. Three I'd say undone. three undone.
1: I think four's a big day. Four's a bit much. Four's a bit much to me. Obviously, three to use a big day, but again, it's all...
0: Four's, but also, like, I think, but also if you're like fucking Ricky Martin in his heyday,
1: four's fine. I'm actually a little bit disappointed
0: they didn't think I had a great rig. That's also why I thought they were talking about me. (laughs) You know what I mean? Now it's good to know they were talking about you. I mean, fuck, he'd throw up if he saw me on the beach. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, He'd call the cops. No, Um, I'm not exactly cut from granite for those wondering. No, neither of us are. <laughs> but you're doing better than me, mate. You're going all right. You got a nice
2: rug, though, to cover it up. Yeah, I do. You got a serious rug. You got a rug on you as well, Dave. Are you right. rugged up, bro? Man, not, not too much, like when it goes below the, the face. a good hair on the face, but it's, it's reasonable elsewhere. I'm you not get, like one of those heaps hairy. Like, Have you got anymore. a hairy ass? Mm, not too much. Show us your not. chest there. What do you had got? you to ask him
0: to show us your ass. Yeah, I thought so as well. Oh, no, yeah, he's not. He's not at all. Oh, he's not at all. You got a little no, bit of a no. fucking snail trail. That's about all we got here.
2: I got like a little Superman thing going. Yeah, Yeah,
0: you yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, no, that's not... That no. was weird. I hope no one was
2: walking past. Well, no, dude, that's work. what it's like. Yeah. yeah,
0: that's what it's like. And that, we all heard him willingly show us his body. That was not in any way
2: coerced. No. Well, it was propositioned. Proposition. We asked him.
0: It was like, a question.
2: can you show us your body? Show us what you're working with. I, I got no shame.
0: Um, I don't know what we're talking about anymore, but I think that that's probably... That. I hope that's answered the question yeah, shout that's out, that's the out to question. those blokes
1: shout out to them three buttons at Fuck. least I, yeah I'm not going to change my ways no. sorry
6: Edward Thomas Mr Thursday Night the greatest mm-hmm. of all time thank you, thank um, you. Dior punters gibblers it's got a bit of a question for all of you uh, this is the uh, from Camp Bronx on a Sunday sesh fame bloke. Um, just quietly, uh, what do you reckon? So, would you rather be Adam Reynolds going to the Broncos, Chad Townsend going to Cowboys, the fucking from Flog Hall of Fame, uh, or would you rather be fucking the coach of the Tigers, fucking Madge, or would you rather be Kyle Flanagan playing in the fucking four-pack, or would you rather be Adam Carr? Playing fullback for the dogs. Just a bit of a just a bit of a quiet one. Um, hope it's goodie. Enjoy, boys. Uh, have a good one. Manly 13 plus. Be here soon. Have a good one, boys.
1: I missed the first one he said. Part of me thinks that I would say Reynolds to the Broncos. Yeah. Obviously. Because i tell you why. They couldn't be going worse than they're going now. If he improves them... Even marginally,
0: then he's going to be a fucking hero of the people. And he's got a good. They've got a bet They've got like. They've got decent players there, and it's also like the most elite fucking setup in the game. Like all of their facilities. You're a and one shit. club. You're a one club city. I thought it was. I thought he. I thought he was definitely throwing in a trick question there, saying, "Would you want to be Madge, coaching the Tigers? Like, I'd want to be a coach of a DMC. Fuck no. I don't. Wouldn't be want to be a coach at all. No.
1: Let alone of the Tigers. No." No, I wouldn't want to play fullback for the dogs. So No.
0: More no. Kyle Flanagan and be half back dropped for the dogs. And if I had to bring if I had to pick
1: Townsville or Brisbane, I've only been to Brisbane, so I'll go on what
0: I know. I'd be picking that up. Well it's a bit more Townsville. city life, and you've still got like, you know, you can get away.
1: Never been to Townsville
0: though. I have. I it's might love Townsville. Hot as shit. Irakanji reigns supreme, can't swim in the ocean. So and it's just humid as fuck. Humid as fuck.
7: Hey, Tommy, uh, shit cunt. Yeah, you fucking manly sporty shit cunt. Eddie, I love you, Eddie. Eddie, Mr. Four Eyed, Cross Eyed. (laughs) Fucking love you, mate. Absolute dribbler. (laughs) Deal Dave, deal Dave. Um, This is uh, Jacob from Mrs. Brown's Bar and Kitchen fame here today on a Sunday sesh. Just one of your thoughts on, um, basically, uh, who do you think is the fucking, who's the shittest coach of all time? Like, would you go Madge? Or would you fucking go Toddy Payton? Or, or Kevin Walters? Like, Kevin Walton, he's a fucking shit gun, isn't he? Like, he's mm-hmm. not even getting the fucking, mate, 50 to fucking 6 over the fucking Panthers. What's he doing? Like, uh, he's a shit cun I mean. anyway, um, anyway, I just want to know what are your blokes' thoughts on. Cowboys going for the premiership this year what, what do you think have we got any chances and uh, what what are your thoughts on Chad Chad coming to the cows next year cheers boys have a good one
0: um, well, well I don't think you can say that Madge Madge's Majors won a premiership yeah you definitely can't say Madge I don't think you can say that any coach coaching in the NRL right now is the shitest coach of all time because they're fucking coaching the NRL you're looking to your I Jason Taylor I, I think he meant NRL coach Who's the shittest current NRL coach of all time? That just is a weird question.
2: No, but like, oh, who's the shittest NRL coach? There would be one statistically. Well, I think statistically right now it's Trent Barrett. Yeah, obviously. Trent's yeah, like yeah. It's one game. But all. Trent
1: Barrett wouldn't, he'd almost stack up. In the pantheon of shit coaches, shit coaches. all the time.
2: Oh, I,
0: I think he made based the finals on, with Manly on once. Numbers. He made the finals with Manly once. But also, I mean, that's, I don't think Some of those coaches that inherited the fucking Western Sydney Magpies... I just don't think it's fair the, to fucking pick uh, like Trent Barrett when he's only, he hasn't coached that much. Jason Taylor's someone I'd throw fucking a bit at. With the greatest respect, Steve Kearney, I don't think, he's been around for a long time, Steve, and never really did anything. Uh, did I say Jason Taylor? Sorry. You did, yeah. Mick Potter. Again, some of the ones that the Tigers just churned and burned. Maybe that's not their fault. We'd need to see the numbers. We'd need to see the numbers. Um, will the Cowboys win this year? No. And what do I think of Chad? I think... I Look, we, we got into that on the Bloke podcast a little bit with the greatest respect to Chad. I don't think he's personally bringing that much to the Cowboys. I did like Denon's explanation in the sense that I think he said it was like, you bring someone in there, he's an older head, he can teach, bring through these younger halves. Yeah, But I'm also like, I want to win. If I'm a club, I want to win. I don't want to sign a guy that's going to like... You know what I mean? I want to sign winners yeah. and I want to win.
1: Oh, yeah. But I mean, you look at the Panthers, right? They've been
0: patient. They bought in James Maloney, who was a winner. No, but he... He was a winner. He'd won. He'd played in yeah, the grand final for the Warriors. Yeah, yeah, one one for the Roosters. One one for the Sharks. And then they were bringing him over as like, fucking let's rip. And he did his job. The, the Panthers were killing it. He also brought the fucking younger halves on. But he was a he was a standout player, a marquee signing player. Chad is not that. that Chad is not James Maloney.
1: No, but I'm, but we've already talked about this. I thought that they. I think we we were both under the impression
0: that bringing Chad on was. They were trying to bring on a Maloney. Yes. But he's a poor man's Maloney. He's not a Maloney. So no, I don't think you'll win this year. And no, I don't think you'll win next year. But look, I'm also like, Chad seems like a lovely, lovely dude. It's not about being a fuckwit to Chad. We're just calling it as we see it. And I don't think he's, I don't like, I think with a good team around him, like when he was in the Sharks premiership winning team, he was good because he did what he had to do. But I feel like you're the marquee playmaker in the Cowboys side. And, yeah, fucking, he doesn't have, I don't know, it doesn't seem like he's going to, the game's going to, like, live and die at his hand. We'll see. Could be wrong. He might rip up there. He might. I hope he does.
9: Uh, G'day, Uh, TE, double D, it's Gilso, the random dribbler, back from a double dribble. Because it occurred to me that that was my first ever dribble. Because the first time I called up, I got clipped. Some kind of AFL rhetoric. I reckon that Google algorithm you guys got going and screen calls pretty well fucked me over there. Uh, Nothing to do with sport. A little anecdote. Uh, Last year, Tom, uh, you uh, went to lunch with your miso at Fred's for her birthday, I believe. uh, Spoken about on the pod. I was seated next to you. Uh, with my now ex-girlfriend, uh, so cheers uh, for being some type of love vampire and sucking the joy out of that for us. that's probably uh, probably more my fault than yours. Uh, irrelevant. It uh, was really nice to hear that you guys were making business money moves uh, while at lunch chatting pure business on what was clearly a very special uh, deck for your miso. You know, uh, money never sleeps. Money never sleeps. So shout out to you. Uh, obviously, all those money moves paying off. Uh, be soon. Uh, eternal podcast success soon. Uh, love you, boys.
0: That's so shout. funny. That's so funny. I actually know what you were talking about. And I remember that guy. I remember that guy sitting there, but I didn't think he was, like...
1: Well, because you were, you were like, is this guy eavesdropping?
0: Well, not that, <laughs> but it's kind of like he was in our age demo. and But also, like, whenever you're talking about anything, not that it was, like, super personal shit, right, but it's like the the way it was seated. You know, just like at restaurants, sometimes you've got a table in a little bit of space. Sometimes it's like we're fucking closer than you and I sitting together. Like, they're there. Like, they're right there and where they're talking about. What we were talking about was because, as I'd said before, giving too much information, I was selling fucking sanitizer and masks last year to keep the literal lights on. Um and then Steph was like at this at this birthday lunch she was like, "Dude, you should just fucking go into the podcast full time." And I was like, "Sick. All right, I'll do that." So that was that conversation you overheard, brah. Um shout out to Steph for giving me the permission to do that <laughs> at her birthday. Uh but that's just yeah like you don't think that people are fully listening and it's just f- that motherfucker was <laughs> who he was he was completely <laughs>
2: listening to everything yeah no one day his missus broke up with him he's just listening he's to the not conversation not yeah.
0: paying attention yeah. at all should have been more present mate
2: anyway you must still have a missus. <laughs>
0: that's good to know you gotta be a little bit more cautious of uh who's listening who the fuck's listening mm. again I wasn't saying anything bad <laughs> but if you were to but if I was then I mean you should probably be careful or when we're together or when we're all at Mr. Wong's on Friday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Keep it in your fucking pants, deal, Yeah. Yeah, I'll try.
7: Hey, Tom. Eddie, your dribblers, driblets. Um, It's the Northern Beaches dribblet here. I was really inspired by the um, Stephen dribblet and kicking tea Dribbler story last week and very invested in the story. So I'm hoping we hear an update on that. He replied. Um, I've actually had a couple of dribbles slide to my DMs, so I definitely think <laughs> there's potential for a dribblers and dribblers day you know. This there podcast is just going above and beyond for the uh, rugby league community. But anyways, another famous Manly win over the weekend. 50 points, mostly in Magic round. You know, never been more confident for a premiership this year. Well said. a bit nervous for this week because um, I hate deals so much, but of course Manly forever.
0: He was Premiership to Neva and, as always, Manly 13+. That's right. Manly a big game this uh, Sunday. Huge game. At Bank West. Huge game. Steeper stadium in the land. Very
1: steep. Get out your protractors. You know the rest. You know the drill. Um, she was calling for a punters and driblets or a dribblers and dribblets dating app. Is that what she said?
2: Mm, I think so. I think she said there's definitely potential there because she's had a few dribblers slide into her DMs. Look, we're happy to, pay, we're happy to play, um, who's the fucking god of love? Uh, Cupid. We're
0: happy to play Cupid, if you need us to. I also don't think Cupid's god of love. I think no, Cupid's no, like no, a little exactly. baby with a bow and arrow. Whatever. Cupid's arrow. Um, we'll do that, and we'll also happily have uh, you know, our name on the app, but someone else has got to build
2: it and pay for it and then give it to us. You could ask my brother, shout out to Jake if he's listening but he worked on the Facebook dating app thing when it was almost a thing. But what was I, a Facebook dating app? I don't know. App? Facebook was going to make a dating app thing, and that was I'm while surprised he was they working didn't. there. What, did then. they just end up buying fucking Tinder or some I shit? I feel like they might have end up buying something.
0: Uh, but, okay, yeah. well, Jake Bloom... Put out the word. ...of Dior's brother fame. Make us an app, bruh.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Sweet. Shout out to Northern Beach Dribblet. I hope everyone sliding into your DMs is doing it respectfully. And again, to the Kicking tea Dribbler... And to the Steed and Driblet, if this thing hasn't progressed, we said we'd fucking send you out to a nice romantic dinner. At Hogsbreath? Certainly at a Hogsbreath if you've got one nearby. But, yeah. How, Google, how many hogsbreadths are there in Sydney? Mm-hmm. Or in the country? We don't know where these people are from. Mm. No, we don't, do we? Well, if we don't know. Uh, no, yeah, I don't know a Steed and Driblet King's or Kicking tea. I feel like Kicking teas is in, con- in the country. I feel like he was in Gilgandra.
2: I don't, I don't know what that is, so I'll agree with you. Uh, It's got all the bloody old ones here.
1: What do you mean the old ones?
2: Well, it's got one in Bondi. It's got one in the city, which says closed. There's one in Cogra, which might also be closed down. There's like, you know, good. mm, All these ones are permanently closed. So so Hogs Breath's uh, Breath's in trouble. There's like four around Sydney, pretty much.
1: Hogs Breath used to be
0: flying. They were everywhere and rightly so. Yeah. Hogsbreaks were, were top of the pops. You know, Hogsbreath Sizzler battling it out. This is what they, they s- were like, But they were the top of Australia's second tier sort of fast food chains. You have or like a dine in fast food chain vibes. You got your McDonald's or KFC, you know, your Hungry Jacks, Burger King or Red Rooster, your big three, four, five. Then underneath that, you got Sizzler and Hogs. I can't believe
1: the kicking tee dribbler hasn't taken us up on our offer
0: to pay.
1: For a nice meal, lunch or dinner at Hog's whatever they want, whatever you want. It's
2: a, you've got an unlimited budget. Yeah, there's about ten or eleven across Australia. Most of them east coast. In fact, all of them east coast except one in Darwin. Shout out to that one. Um, is there still one in Cronulla? Have a look. Um, nah, it's the, clo- cl- the closest one to Sydney is in Canberra or in Coffs. Mate, there's imagine- none in Sydney.
0: Wow.
2: Really? Not even Northern Beaches? New there South used to be a hogs Island.
0: breath on fucking
2: uh the Maccas. Oh no, nah. oh there is. Just bloody Northern Beaches? Um nah Tugra. There's one like just
0: there used to be one just for like Newport and shit. There's a McDonald's there before you go up the hill, and then I swear there was like a hogs breath and a Maccas. I it wouldn't surprise me if that hogs breath has gone the way of the cassette, but mm. so there's
2: one in Tugra. There's one in Tugra. There's more than ten, I misspoke. There's no idea where Orange. Tugra is. Um, Wagga Wagga Yeah like, your regional centres Yeah St Mary's and Penrith Are the two closest
0: Okay I wouldn't mind If the If we can get them in Sydney Get them a fucking nice Get them a limo Champagne Yeah we'd do that Put some GoPros in the car And send them out To St Mary's Hog's Breath Dave goes with them And documents the whole thing Or Tugger Where the fuck's Tugger Central Coast isn't it Well that's yeah. a bit fucking yeah, far a bit further well, well, I guess if they're if they're close to It depends, but right? if they're living in fucking Yeah, it's hall. true. All right. Well, I mean, yeah, the balls and the the Steedens in your court kicking tea. <sighs> Free feed, bro. And a date with the person you reached out to, or did she reach out to him? No, he reached no, out he to her. Reached out, yeah. She responded. No, she reached out to him, didn't she? And say, Are you the kicking tea dribbler? I thought she oh, responded. No, nah, it's yeah, true. She reached right. out to him, he responded with a poem. Yeah. And then she responded with a poem. Sure. Now he's being a pussy. Uh all right, let's move on.
9: Uh, Tommy, I have two questions for you. One, with the removal of Kieran Forum from the lineup, who plays six? Is it Josh, forget the six, t- Schuster? Is it Cade Cast or someone else? Um, please respond. Second question, is it acceptable to take a sit-down piss on a plane? <laughs> anyway, it <it'll be> soon.
0: <laughs> uh, start off with the Manly question. I think Cade Gus moves to six. Josh Schuster stays on the edge. He's been playing well there. I like Josh. Let's just get Josh into the game of rugby league. Before we have him making plays, yeah. I mean,
1: I think. Get Cade that, more boring. No I, no, I think that makes the most sense. I think that's probably what they'll do. Cade's been devastating when he comes on. And I think that with 84 rugby league minutes under his belt, there's no telling
0: what he could do. 80 minutes of Cade. Yeah. 80 minutes of Cade. Katie minutes. Yeah. Katie minutes. Yeah. Katie minutes of football. Uh, In it, terms of sitting down on, to it piss on the plane.
1: It depends. If it's, if it's fucking. If there's a bit of turbulence. You don't want to fucking piss all over your pants, do you? No,
0: you don't. Uh, you also probably don't want to be taking a piss in turbulence, just in yeah, general. Yeah, but what? Are, yeah, but like if you're it getting starts, there and it starts. Well, yeah. Look, I'd say this: you're sitting down a long time on a flight if you're an Australian flying anywhere, unless it's just domestic, obviously. But you if you're thinking stand international up, flights, stretch you st- stretch those fucking legs, dude. Stand a piss uh but then go for a stroll yeah if you just hit the aisle hit the aisle go up and down usually it's at night time it's dark you go and stand in the like in between areas and just do a couple of squats i mean if you really need to sit down it's usually for a shit right you're not going to stand to poo i'd hope (laughs) yeah look i would i'd certainly hope that you're not standing to poo um if you are then you're probably going to be kicked off the flight or at least chained, like, you know, zip-tied up the back so they find out you're standing in there and taking a dump. Yeah, I,
1: yeah I'm pretty sure they might just fucking zip-tie you, chain you to something and arrest you on the way off the plane. But I don't think it changes anything. If you usually stand up to piss, then that's what you do. I don't think you need to fucking change it up just because you're in a smaller toilet. No. It's business as usual as far as I'm concerned. Yep.
6: Morning, punters and dribblers. After a big weekend of magic round,
7: one thing that looks looks bloody good and it's three Queensland teams getting the piss beat out of it <laughs> all I can say is that's not Nomen I don't
1: know what it is ba-da-da-da, ba-da-da-da, ba-da-da-da. It. cheers boys well, New South Wales we're the blues Queensland you're gonna blues. lose
0: Ba-da-da-da-da. Ba-da-da-da-da-da. Ba-da-da-da-da-da. Um, I think that's a great way to finish the podcast great song great Omen Uh, Again, thank you to all our sponsors. Thank you to the punters and dribblers. Thank you all for tuning in every week. Uh, I will give you a little update here right now and say that bounced-out trackies are a thing and they're coming to you very soon. They're also fabulous. They're fantastic. They're fantastic. Um, But I think that's us for this week, guys. Uh, I don't think there's anything else. Bye-bye.
5: Could you two just not talk anymore?